the most exciting, the far the most important part of our Florida project. In fact, the heart of everything we'll be doing in Disney World will be our experimental prototype city of tomorrow. We call it Epcot, spelled E-P-C-O-T, Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Epcot, as we all know, stands for um, extremely cool. You didn't have it. You didn't place. have it queued up. You didn't have it queued up. Old town. Wait, do you really not know? No, no I know. Oh, okay, are we on? Are we on? We are. Okay, yeah. good. No, he knows. <laughs> he knows what it stands for, but he wants to make a joke. Extremely pretty cool old town. That Epcot is what that stands for. Hi, I'm Walt Disney. We're Sorry, going. we're going. <laughs> um, it's weird to me to call it Epcot. Just yeah, so you know, it's, that's fair. it should be called Epcot Center for oh, the absolutely. majority of this conversation. Yeah. If you call it Epcot, I'll let it go, but it's already jarring. Yeah, no, I, I can see the rage <laughs> just, right. just building in your eyes. Hi. So, yeah. Well, welcome to I Think You'd Be Into It, the podcast about your problematic faves. I'm your host, Walt Disney. Every fucking week. <laughs> Every fucking week with this. I'm your host, Brandon Beck. Oh, fuck. And I'm your host, Beth Scorzato, who can't tie a knot. That's what's going on right now. Anyway, we are here this week with Kirk D'Amato. Hello. And we are here to talk about Epcot Center, specifically. Yeah, not, not, we've, we've been told specifically not Epcot. Yeah, can, before we start, let's give everybody the distinction we're making. Yes. Oh, sure. This is specifically about Epcot Center, the theme park that uh, opened on October 1st, 1982. Uh, and then in 1994, they changed the name to Epcot 94, and I think that was kind of the beginning of the end. Sure. I think of it as like the first big generation of Epcot Center rides. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Most of which, I think almost all of which, are now pretty much either gone or changed so much. Yeah. Or on the way out. Yeah. I mean, I, I would consider Spaceship Earth, because eh, the land is different enough now. Yeah. Um, but Spaceship Earth is kind of the only one that I think is still standing. Yeah, and and even even with that, the back half, the descent is oh, yeah. pre- is pretty different. But they now. change the descent every now and then, and that's inevitable sure. because they're talking about the future of communication and <laughs> yeah. the future of communication in 1982 is pretty weird. But like actually also not awesome. no, it was just it was awesome, but it was weird. It was yeah. very weird. Yeah, um, Epcot. If you if you don't know, was the second theme park at Disney World, aka the Florida Project, um, and uh, was is based around like science and futurism, uh, and also the countries of the world. It's the nerd park. <laughs> it, it is one hundred. It's one hundred percent. And I love it. We got engaged there. <laughs> we did. Aww. We did. Yeah. Where at? No, not at Epcot Center. At, at Epcot. Epcot. Yeah. Well, we got engaged on the bridge between Future World and World Showcase. Okay. Like kind Though, of in front of the ball. He was like, let's go take a photo in front of the ball. And then. And there's a picture of me seconds before we're about to propose. And I look like a goddamn crazy person. Like I, I just. He looks uh, normal. <laughs> he just thinks he looks crazy because he knows what's going on in his head. Um, the best part about it, though, is I was, I was going to originally do it uh, at outside of Japan where there's that little like U-shaped red thing along uh, on the, the edge of the water I think it, it's a tori gate I, yeah i think is what it's called yeah something something like that um 
But that area was like way too full of people. And this was during food and wine, which where it's always just packed constantly. And then uh, we were on the bridge uh, outside of Italy with like a gondola and stuff like that. And, you know, just having like a nice quiet moment. I'm like, okay, I think I think this is my spot. And so as I'm like reaching into my pocket to pull the ring out of my wallet and I'm like thinking, you know, what I'm what I'm going to say um, as I'm like drawing breath from the uh the stage at the america pavilion where they have next to us right next to us where they have eat to the beat which is where like oh god 70s and 80s bands go to die um i hear ladies and gentlemen please welcome tiffany and suddenly there's this like boomy tiffany jam happening and we both started laughing and i was like fuck my proposal was ruined by tiffany (laughs) That's happened time and time I'm again. I'm sure it has. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure the next day someone got screwed over by Hootie and the Blowfish coming out when they weren't prepared for it. Um, I've definitely seen at least a monkey there, but I, I couldn't tell you which. I couldn't tell you which one. I, uh, probably not Davy Jones. I was gonna say probably not Davy Jones anymore. Maybe um, um, this was like 2010, 11. So it might it might have been Davy. I mean, I he's think a, he, was he still would around. be a pretty big draw. Yeah, I'll be honest. that's that's a pretty big get for Epcot Food and Wine. Yeah, um, it was either Davy or uh, Mickey Dolan. Yeah, I was gonna say that would make a little bit more sense. Or he not was, Peter? No, not not definitely not Peter. He was he was wearing like a I just walked past, but was wearing like a sparkly green jumpsuit mm. that had like bell bottom pants and also bell bottom arms. Nice. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Peak seventies. Oh yeah, like it was it was really intense. I'm like I'm just gonna keep walking. Well, one of the but things anyway, I love about park. Epcot is that it yeah. does have that retro feel to it. I oh, think yeah. still. Just from a lot of the architecture that was built, um, it is very much a product of the early 80s. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Like, the whole park is still, like, peak, like, 1970s retrofuturism. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that that color scheme that they have now of, like, brown and oh. gray for mm-hmm. all the buildings. Yeah, it's weird that all the buildings are gray. And they used to have this um, color scheme that was almost a rainbow, but not quite. It was, like, different stripes of different colors but not like the roy g biv and i think i think it's one of the most beautiful color palettes oh Oh, yeah yeah. and you can still you can still get that when they sell like retro yeah that you can see it all over the place i mean like the original logo stuff i had to pick from what of my original epcot center shirts i was going to wear today nice and so i'm wearing a yellow bright one um and we're gonna take a picture at the end yeah Um, but yeah i have like a couple including like a nice polo shirt that has like that rainbow kind of band around it i thought it was i mean brandon's got an epcot shirt on too oh yeah i do yeah it 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 makes me look like a sausage casing but it yeah it's got the um some line from uh spaceship earth for eons our planet has drifted as a spaceship through the universe and for I a brief also, moment, we have been its passengers. I have an Epcot shirt, but it's in laundry, so instead I'm wearing DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did travel the world, yeah, and they did sort they of are deal Disney. with future stuff, so yeah. Yeah. So um, usually at the top of the show, we have people just sort of give their, like, 30-second, like, why are, you, why are you into Epcot? Oh, God, what a good question. I mean, a lot of it is the nostalgia factor. I'm born in, I was born in Florida. Sure. I went to Disney World every year with my parents. Um, and early Epcot, I think has, it had the loveliest dark rides. Oh yeah. And so I, I think still they're like, they have so many different dark rides, which are just rides where you kind of sit and look at little scenes of animatronics. Yeah. And I really liked them. Each, uh, land had its own th- song. 
um, and I enjoyed all of those. So that's kind of, and also it's gone. I think yeah. that it's changed so much that I do feel this like sense of longing for it and like the missing and the, you know, nostalgia for it. Uh, makes it even more dear in my heart. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like like every every time we've gone back, it's still strange to me that Mission Space is there. But it but it's been there for like 15 years mm-hmm. now. Or uh that uh imagination is is different. Well, it's very uh, different. Fuck. Yeah. Figment was it still is one of my favorite characters and that the original the original like imagination ride was like my favorite ride in any park at Disney. Agreed. And yeah. when it got changed i was so mad i refused to go on because i was a kid i refused to go on the new ride for like an extended period of time i think everyone feels that way that they prefer the original journey into Mm -hmm. imagination now it's journey into your imagination with figment which is the third iteration of it there was like the second iteration i was mad about too oh Oh. yeah the second one was terrible yeah and there was no figment in it yeah it was you were stuck you were stuck with eric idol and like I love Eric Idle, he's not right for that, and no. a poor substitute for Dreamfinder, who yeah. is the original. Like him and Figment took you on a journey into imagination, and it was beautiful and had a great song. Um, I'm pretty sure written by the Sherman Brothers. I think so. And Figment was voiced by Billy Barty. Oh yeah. And I re- I thought he did a great job with the voice. And the new Figment sounds different enough and kind of acts a bit like an asshole in my oh, opinion. Yeah. So I don't like him as much. I think it was still Billy Barty. No, the, the new one? For, for the, the, the yeah, the, the third iteration, I think it was still Billy Barty. Oh, I thought he'd passed away. I, I think he was close. Like, okay. he was definitely oh, yeah, in I his mean, 80s or 90s. I mean, he was an old, if you... By that point. People who might not recognize the name, if you've seen Willow, he's in, he's in a number of movies. He was a famous uh, little person who... Very funny. There's, like, a ton of stories about him. Sure. He was, he was beloved by, like, Hollywood celebrities. Oh, yeah. They would say, like, whenever he'd show up, he was just, like, this delightful guy, uh, very funny, always good with jokes, and just, like, you know, a joy to have around. So I think him being the voice of Figment, that kind of fits well with, like, this this joyful, uh, magical, you know, character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the the new version has, for my money, the scariest scene in any Disney ride, thrill ride or otherwise – which is at the very end, Eric Idle's face in the moon. Yeah. And it's just, it's the most terrifying thing. It is a little grotesque. He's like, um, what is it? Like an imitation of the Voyage to the Moon yeah, old I think silent so. film. Or like you've seen it in the Smashing Pumpkins Tonight Tonight video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to give visual cues for the audience. It's, it's yeah. But like if you get a chance. But I mean, he's supposed to be the man in the moon. Like that's the base joke of it. And it doesn't look good. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just it's just horrific. Um, we, I'm sure we can find a photo to post of that. Um, so let's 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 take let's take our listeners on a tour. Let's take a, shall let's we? Let's take a journey back to 1982. Oh, journey God. back to 1982. Um, I was not born. Not, nor, nor, <laughs> nor was I. If I was at, I was, but I don't think I had been to Disney or Epcot yet. And if so, I was just too young to remember. Sure. And I think I think Epcot is one of those parks too, where like you have to be a smidge older to appreciate to it. appreciate it. Like, I mean, I kind of think that, that taking very like two or three old kids to Disney World is kind of a stupid idea anyway. I was thinking that just the other day. Like, we were ev- we were talking with someone. Oh, uh, who was? Oh, I was. You weren't there. I was talking with a, a writer that I was at dinner with uh, at WonderCon this weekend, and he was talking about how he has a new son, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, I'm here. I'm going to Disneyland." He's like, "But I feel bad like going to Disneyland without my kid." And I'm like, "Your kid is like, how old is he?" He's like, "Oh, he's like two months." And I was like, "Dude, your kid is not gonna remember like." 
any of it until he's like at least eight like don't yeah. waste the money and feel bad about it like I was like my parents took me when I was little and like it's great and I've seen the photos of it and stuff but like to be totally honest I have no memories of it mm-hmm. yeah no memories and just everyone's miserable yeah um strollers um traffic up the landscape it's very difficult to go with young children yeah um, it's easy for us to be to yeah, sit I, on our high horse and be like, <laughs> "You foolish parents!" <laughs> no, and I'm, I know there's I know there's a value to it. I'm not saying oh, it's yeah. not. I don't know but I was just is. trying to make this guy feel better about not <laughs> being there with his child. But especially Epcot, like little kids probably won't like. They've definitely Disneyfied it up a lot. Yeah. But back in the day, they were like the characters were there, but not as much. And it's um, the majority of the rides have no characters except for educational yeah they're pretty much educational so it's not terribly fun and then world showcase only has two rides period it's Mm -hmm. a lot of shops and restaurants like 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 that's that's parents island basically yeah from itchy and scratchy land like mom and dad just go to world showcase to get drunk well it used to be paradise island but they took that out of i know oh I mean, they had neutered it long ago, but yeah. Side sidebar on Disney Springs, um, clusterfuck of a design, like in no way intuitive. Like we got lost lost. there (laughs) more than I've ever gotten lost anywhere. Wow. Yeah, it's it's um, not. It's not like just one. I haven't been i think since it became disney springs it's no. not just one long thing along a lake no, no. where no. the middle part where they took off where they took out Par- paradise island oh, they then okay. filled in and like expanded out towards the parking area with all of the shops yeah mm. but like so there like not is a, a way, walk around the water but then it, it has but, layers like, out. it has layers out but like not in a way that's intuitive they like took the water out but didn't really take the water out so there's like one layer with like a bridge and then like you have to go around to like the next layer but like then they connect on like a diagonal in a different hmm. area like it's just not intuitive yeah, it's, it's it's not super ideal. Right. But we were going back to 1982 yes. and taking uh, a tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what, what? This is the podcast where we complain about where we be old people who complain about Disney updating yeah. things. Uh, so the first the what what was around at at ride wise? Well, let's not go. Jump. Let's not do 1982 exactly. Yeah. Let's sure. do 1984, 85 because that's I think when they've introduced Journey yeah. into Imagination. That's yeah. it's like peak. Yeah, yeah. Imagination was, was and Horizons. Like, a, like we want all the when all of the rides were there. Yeah. So we've got Spaceship Earth, the big ball, the big geodesic dome, mm-hmm. um, and if, that's still there. That's still there. That and is still there. Is I because you can't really take that out. I think that might be my favorite ride, my favorite Disney ride. Wow, uh, of all, it's it's very it's tight. It's, it's ve- a great ride. It's a great ride. It's very tight between that and Splash Mountain. Wow, like super super tight, and then Haunted Mansion coming in a, a distant but not too far third. Um, but yeah, Spaceship Earth. I mean, Spaceship Earth is the iconic one, which is why yes. it's yeah. still there, and you also can't really take it out. No, that yeah. was like their whole big centerpiece was the architecture of that. Yes, and yeah. it's a ride devoted towards communication throughout history. Mm-hmm. Um, originally voiced by like Walter Cronkite. Yeah, and written by Ray Bradbury. What? Yeah, the wow. uh, the, the first. Uh, the first narration I think was written by Ray Bradbury. Oh, the very first. That's before. Wal- there was one before Walter Cronkite. And they, I, they probably tweak it every time. Yeah, I think they... Okay. Uh, well, and Cronkite might have done the... Might have read it. Yeah, might have read it. But it was it. definitely ri- written by Ray Bradbury. Wow, okay. And I, I remember I was at the Epcot like 30th anniversary thing a few years ago, and apparently his first draft was like 30 pages long. Wow. And they're like, dude, we don't have that much ride. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a couple inaccuracies in it. 
ah. that drive myself and my mother crazy every time. Um, like what? That uh, the Egyptians hammering this plant into papyrus. Papyrus is the plant. Yeah. Oh, and, I didn't know. And now, now papyrus you- is the plant, and they're hammering it into paper. And for a little while, back in the day, papyrus was they used it for both the paper the and the plant. And- but that's not the plant is named papyrus. Mm. And then the other one is that later, and I I get why they did this one, but later when you get to the printing press and you see this little kid holding up a newspaper like extra extra it says civil war over which is they didn't call it the civil war it was the war between the states we call it the civil war in you know history as a term in history that we put in history books it was not called the civil war (laughs) interesting yeah wow also if you if you ever if you ever get a chance to write spaceship earth on edibles highly (laughs) highly recommended (laughs) highly recommend wow there's a lot of like weird inaccuracies like that throughout throughout disney though yeah like minor history things like disneyland um the aladdin show Mm -hmm. during i can i lost it actually when i saw this during um i can show you the world when they're flying around the world they flew over the eiffel tower oh right yeah (laughs) i was like what (laughs) you mean the movie in the movie no in the stage show Oh, one of the things the that like that come out and okay. dance across the stage is the Eiffel Tower. Okay. I was like, "What?" Yeah. And there, there's that moment in uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln where he says, "Make America Great Again." Oh yeah, which was what did I tell you about? <laughs> what did I tell you about that on the show? Roy, you're <laughs> fucking up, buddy. You're fucking it up, Roy. Anyway, <laughs> All right. Spaceship Earth Back centerpiece. Spaceship Earth. It's good. It's a it's a good ride. Um, yeah. it still holds up. Uh, now uh, Dame Judy Dench is the narrator. She is. Uh, Dame Judy. And she's great. She's great. There's the line I love, and I always think it's like just it starts with like you know like a grand and miraculous spaceship. Mm-hmm. Our planet has journeyed through the unit, and for a brief and I'm just reading, and for a brief moment, we have been its passengers. And then at the end, they're like, "On this, our spaceship Earth." And that's when you see like you're, yeah. you're at the top oh, yeah. of the dome. You see you're in space technically, and you can kind of see Earth in the distance at that moment. It's a very, it's a very good moment that oh, yeah. anyone oh, yeah. under the age of 20 probably won't like. Yeah. <laughs> because it's also a slow moving ride. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I like, I like the ascent of it. I like that the whole time you're going up and then mm-hmm. like it, it feels like there's a progression to it. Um, but I also, I love, I love a dark ride. Yeah. Like to me, that's what a Disney ride is. Definitely. It's something like that or something like, Splash Mountain or even like Mr. Toad, like the Fantasyland stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't go to, I don't go to Disney in general for like a roller coaster or for something like that. I go because of rides like that and because of Space Mountain's a dark ride. No, Space Mountain technically is a dark ride. Uh, yeah. Well, I, well, I just really like Space Mountain. Oh, I love Space Mountain and I love Hyperspace Mountain, which I think makes it a little more of a dark ride because there yeah. are things to see oh, yeah. or like one or two things to see. I just And isn't um, I just Ackbar wanted to be an asshole about it for a minute. Uh no, it's just other members of the Blue Squadron, I think. Right. Um, at Akbar's there in the in the beginning. In the, yeah, in the very right. beginning. Um but it's just like you're on this big mission in the middle of uh, you know, I guess Star Wars episode 8. No, not eight. Sorry, seven. Yeah, because uh, like you're on there, you go to Jakku and stuff, and oh, so there's right, just right, a few right, right. little things you see. Um, he's, only, he's only done it with me once, but yeah. you can anyway. You can still go on Spaceship Earth. What can't we go on anymore? Oh yeah. God. So let's go. Well, I mean, we talked about it earlier. We should just focus on um, Journey into Imagination, uh, um, which has, I think, my favorite Disney song of the you know Journey into. <laughs> One little spark yeah. is the name of it. Yep. My, when we went with my my dad, 
uh, my dad and my stepmom and my stepbrother we went when I was like maybe 10 um the only things that my father got out of that were the different songs so for weeks there were several different ones but for weeks one of the key ones that he would walk around our house doing is ever so often from somewhere in the house you'd just hear him go Imagination. like and he would just do it like that but that's the only part of it he knew <laughs> but that's not even how the song goes nope. i know i mean it's a variation of how the song i know goes. but like that like, was he it, was just like so entranced <laughs> by the idea of the songs it was that um but he also ran around singing yo-ho and ah, um, yes. Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Yes. Ah. Oh, which is ah, yes. a, a song you could hear in a couple places. It used to appear in Journey to Imagination on the TV. Oh. On the TV in Figment's house, that's what was playing. Huh, huh. Yeah. It was a guy singing that song. That's a good. Tri- that's some good trivia. Huh. I, I don't remember that. I've, I'm sure I've heard that MP3 somewhere. I, oh, yeah. Because I have a big collection of Epcot music. Mm-hmm. Um, Same Z's. Yeah. And I was like, this is a weird one because I think we're all in alignment, uh, the yep. three of us about this discussion um but that was that was a great ride it was colorful and fun and interesting um if you were a kid that was one of the rides that was fun yeah (laughs) it was really cool to see you'd go through different areas of imagination and there's like you know but what about science 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 and then have all these little sequences of uh sped up footage of like plants blooming yeah um with Dreamfinder, this big happy bearded gentleman in a, a top hat with Figment, his cute little purple Basically dragon. like summer Santa Claus, basically. Yeah, he was a really delightful guy. He was like great. It's, it's a cute, It's it was a great ride. It was really interesting. And I'm so sad that they gutted it to basically make room for a shop. Yeah. And, 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 and when the they... best part, the be- I mean, my, my favorite part of it as a kid was the stuff they had at the end where you could go upstairs and like oh, yeah. run through the rainbow tube mm-hmm. and like do like all these like painting things. The dream works. Yeah. The image works, I think. Oh, the image works. Yeah. Wow, yeah. And like, yeah, the, the rainbow tube was, was really sponsor. cool. Yes. It's still, I think Kodak it's still, still a Kodak sponsors. Sponsor, yeah. Yes. Um, and that was, and you know, the, when they did the, the revamp of it, it was because of Kodak. They they had had something in their contract where after a certain number of years, they had to redo the ride. Oh, wow. So, like, they they just kind of did it because they had to. And then afterwards, everyone at Disney was like, yeah, this sucks. And everyone at Kodak was like, yeah, this sucks. And, like, people were mad about it. And the only reason they even brought Figment back is because they were making something like half a million dollars in just figment plush mm, yeah. every year. And, and you can't get rid of him. Yeah, and merchandising was like, uh, we're not going to get rid of that much money. Like, come on, bring the bring the dragon back. Yeah. Yeah, and um, for a little while when they first redid that pavilion, that upstairs area was still there when you came out. Oh. Before yeah. they totally redid the shop and before they added all the stuff, the new stuff that's there at the end now. Yeah. Um, when you came out, you just came out and you were still in that same lobby and the stairs were still there. And if you looked up, you could still see, like, the the rainbow tube it just wasn't lit up and they had like offices up there or something i think now it's like a dvc lounge or it's a, oh. or like a sponsor lounge or okay. something and i think i i think they've re- yeah i think it's still there fixed the tunnel i think that but, well that whole area is still there upstairs you just can't see it anymore when you come off the ride yeah and that that too that image of like the rainbow tunnel was used in so much of the promotional totally. stuff. Yeah. Cause it's like the most magical thing mm-hmm. that they had there. And like, it was always shots of kids looking so excited. Yeah. It's um, very colorful. It's one of the few colorful places they've painted it since then. It used to be like gray. Yeah. Um, and then they'd also have dream finder as a character who would appear and he'd have a little figment in his arms. that could kind of move and do things. Yeah. And, like that's, 
I don't know. That's very magical. That is. Oh yeah. That to me is peak spirit of Epcot Center. Absolutely. Right there is this ride. The jump. The jumping fountain. Yeah. Which I still will go to and still play with. Like you just oh, wait yeah. for them. Those the little sugar. water droplets to jump up and then you smack them really hard. Yep. It's real fun. The uh, the that gu- is really fun. It to is watch really little kids. That's also really fun to watch little kids. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Like that is one thing that like if you have a little kid they will be delighted by the jumping mm-hmm. fountains. Yeah. It's a good fountain. It's very. It's not like the ones you see in malls or like you know yeah. in outdoor areas. It's they they are little balls or like little streams jump around and they've got um, some height to them they do like, oh definitely like you can walk things. underneath them they're high enough that they're not gonna hit you in the face yeah like unless you're bill walton yeah like you're, you're gonna be able to get under those guys well, i assume is a tall man B- bill, <laughs> bill bill walton is like six foot he was a celtics player and he's also a really big grateful dead fan which is why brandon knows who he is yes oh, okay yeah he's 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 like the biggest deadhead in the world and whenever he's at shows that they're like webcasting now, they'll always cut to him in the crowd. Because he's easy to find. Yeah, because mm. he's like towers over everyone and he's constantly just has his arms out and it's like, yeah. Um, the guy that used to perform Dreamfinder in the park, mm-hmm. his name is Ron something. Okay. I, can't, I can't remember his name. He has a website now called Theme Park University. Oh, really? Which is, which is pretty good. Um, it's just It's just writing about that world Hmm. and uh like they've done some stories about like weird little regional theme parks that have closed like they had like a five-part story about a hard rock park from myrtle beach which is really fascinating okay because that that was open for a summer before i think they lost the license or something wow um had a knights in white satin dark ride (laughs) wow yeah it's insane oh i gotta see the youtube of that Um, that's weird yeah it's 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 really bonkers but he uh he spoke at the uh, Epcot 30th anniversary yes. thing as Dreamfinder. Um, yeah, I think as Dreamfinder and as himself. Oh, okay. When they did a, an imagination panel, and they basically recreated the ride uh, through mm. like stock video and like concept art, mm. and it was so cool because it was the, it was the most like accurate recreation that I've ever seen mm-hmm. that wasn't like somebody's dad with their 40 pound know. video camera that's the sad thing is like you can go to youtube to see videos of this ride and it was back in the day before handheld right. cell phones mm-hmm. and videos like, like it's, it's at best it's a vhs copy that's it, like the, the quality is always not so good the sound's not so good yeah so it just loses a lot of the beauty of it yeah. but check it out if you know check it out and see what try to imagine use your imagination <laughs> <laughs> to to picture what you know it was really cute and it very colorful and interesting visually interesting one of the most conceptual rides oh absolutely because like some of it was just bizarre like a lot of it is in black and white and it's because figment's painting with the colors of the rainbow so then later oh, things yeah. color like but in the very beginning of the color section it's just like black and white or just it's kind of like it's a small world in reverse oh um, yeah i suppose that's true yeah because in its small world when everyone dies they go to heaven <laughs> and everyone is just wearing white that's what i assume that's that's what oh, he, yeah. he makes that joke my, all the time every I was, time oh, really? when we go through <laughs> there i was i was writing that with my brother when we were in florida and he was he had fallen off his motorcycle so he had a bunch of road rash and was on like a crazy amount of painkillers and we get to the final scene of it's a small world and he's like why is why is everything in white and i turn to him and i go that's because all of these children were aborted. This oh, is God. heaven. This is heaven. <laughs> and he was just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, uh, what about the geese in it, too? What? Oh, yeah, aborted geese. Wow. Okay, yep. weird. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Aborted so... geese. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I, I do what I can. 
So I think another key thing, because I think this is a key thing that was lost, and it'll be an easier, easy way for us to also talk about the different things, was that they had, in the original ones, they were all the different pavilions, and they had their own little logos. Oh, yes. and like Yep. Which we were, have shot were, glasses of. There were themes, right? Mm-hmm. There were... They were educational, but they were themes. Yeah, I think I think the original pavilions, and were... one of them was the imagination pavilion. Yes. 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 Yeah. Originally, it was I think imagination, mm-hmm. world of motion, mm-hmm. universe of energy. Yep. Um. Uh, the wonders of life. Wonders of at life. At one point, that's a newer edition. Um, the Communicore, land. The land. Communicore. Um, and then the living seas is also a later edition. I feel and, like Living Seas still kind of qualifies in the kind of classic. Oh, totally. No, era. I, I consider it. I consider yeah. it Epcot Center. Now it's the Seas with Nemo and friends. One of the one of the things I miss the most about kind of early Epcot is how much of it looked like the waiting room in a dentist's office. Yeah. yeah. Like um, specifically the the Living Seas when you were the ride that they had there was you're just going through basically giant aquariums. Right. And it was just like some '80s carpet. Yes. Like. Like yes. it was, it was barely themed. Or like one of my favorite things that is now gone was uh, the ride in Norway. Oh yeah, the Maelstrom. And the the, the Dude, line... we could have an entire episode just mm-hmm. about the Maelstrom. I think we could. Yeah, <laughs> that that we, we might have to do that as a follow up. Um, but yeah, it just felt like you were waiting in like your dentist's lobby. Well, since we're talking about the seas, that that was a later one. But... Yes. But if we still consider it, I mean, we could just give a quick breakdown. I mean, they still have the aquarium there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, because it's an aquarium, a lot of that architecture was just not able to be changed because you can't yeah, right. really change it without taking all the animals out and rebuilding the aquarium. So a, a good part of that still kind of looks like an 80s interpretation of like the Sea Lab 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aquari- like la- <laughs> under Sea Lab. And the, but you uh, don't have that whole thing that you used to have that was really cool when you came off. You would come off and you would go down the elevator, the fake elevator, the fake elevator yeah. and like it would it would like pump in like a little bit of pressure and you would feel like you were going underwater. And when you came out, you had this idea that you were like underwater in this underwater base. That terrified me when I was younger. <laughs> I don't know why, but it terrified I know why. me. Um, it also was a bottleneck. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you had to Absolutely. wait to watch this movie. It was just like it was tough to stagger. The crowd control of it was a little tricky. Now you can just kind of go downstairs. Oh, yeah. into the, I mean, the I get why they got pavilion. rid of it, but it was cool. It was cool. It definitely oh, yeah. was cool. Um, the the one the one thing that's always struck me as a little bit odd about uh, the seas is that it has a restaurant that is just just seafood. Yeah, that is weird. And it's like that that must be for those fish. That must be a little strange. <laughs> hey, where'd Dave go? They I don't know. know fish don't know and i guarantee you they're not from there they're from the land the, where they the have fish the fish are from the land that is true they have aqua farming so we can aqua move farming where they they f- have all the all the food that gets served there that is very true from the land. and uh, if memory serves me right the sea it's like if you're looking at um spaceship earth in the center like i would say five o'clock you know is where the living seas is yeah and then maybe four or three o'clock you're well, gonna are you looking at land. it from the front or the back i'm looking at the front if i as if i've just walked you just into the walked park. In. okay then no the land and the seas are to your yeah, so yeah. Right. To your right. okay so, so like to your right so yeah the so seas, we're kind of going counterclockwise yeah yeah the up seas to the are land down there and then you have the land yes. and then, then imagination, to imagination. Is yeah. Yeah. yeah uh last little thing about the seas before we move on if you want to get a sort of semi good look at it uh the aquarium in finding dory is pretty much oh. exactly the living seas. Interesting. Um, including like the sort of centerpiece of their lobby is this big glass tube. 
that goes from mm-hmm. the, the ground to the ceiling that just has fish in it. Yeah. And they just straight up have that yeah. in uh, in Finding Dory. So they must have based that. Oh, absolutely. In, because they revamped um, and the, the touch, pavilion. And the touch room, too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it is, you know, I, I really do like this update they did to the seas i think yeah. it is good because it wasn't terribly popular as far as no. i can tell the no. living seas and now by involving nemo and friend like kids love nemo yeah yeah it's um, suddenly a really popular ride again. right yeah, it's, yeah and it's i've been like when i've gone there i've really enjoyed it it is yeah. much more interesting and educational it's like it is a good little aquarium yeah and the ride's um, not bad no the ride's not bad i get i'm not into like where's nemo we're, like it's like for kids to be like, "There's Nemo." It's like, "Where's Nemo?" I don't. know. He's right there. He oh, is like, like right here there. On the, uh, here on the the, the submarine. submarine. Yeah, yeah the the voyage, the submarine voyage with Nemo. That's and three hours long. It's so weird. Yeah, well, and you're in this tiny pod with these kids that are all screaming. There's Nemo. Like, yeah, he, he's there. He's like clearly there. And that where one, is he? I can't see. It's him. always like Marlon's like Nemo and like uh, Nemo. Freaking. Look to the right. Like, look at the only other person, <laughs> the only other fish that's around. That's Nemo. Uh, and that one also gives you the power. It's like, due to our new technology, we can hear what the right. fish is saying. And you're like, what? <laughs> okay. So it is so weird. But, like, otherwise, I'm glad they're trying to make it seem a little more realistic. Due to this new technology, all fish will sound like Albert Brooks. <laughs> Nemo. It's, it's very weird. Um, but that's the 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 seas, and yeah. then going now up to the land. Oh, the land, oh, is, the land, land is quite good. The land. I did not appreciate the land when I was younger. I love the land now. Yeah, the land. <laughs> the land fucking rules. Um, <laughs> the the land, and also there's more stuff in the land than in most of the other pavilions. True, I, I they have like, like several things. Um, um, they have the, the one, one. It's mostly a cafeteria, yeah. or a food court, and it's actually a very good food. Yeah, court. they have a lot it's, of options, and they have Soren in there now too. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah. You know, oh, geez, yeah, that is a big one now because yeah. they have two rides and two shows, and they have the spinning restaurant, and the oh, and that other restaurant too. Think, yeah, yeah, because they've got the, Timon the and Pumbaa garden, garden Grill. Yeah, yeah Timon, Timon and Pumbaa, Pumbaa up top. I don't um, know if they the, have another show. Oh, the, did they close Food Rocks? Yeah. Oh, Food, oh, Rock, Food, Food Rocks, Rocks has been gone, been gone wow. for uh, Soren. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, never so mind. So Soren is where Food Rocks Damn, is, but they that's... still have Timon and Pumbaa up top. They have the spinning restaurant, and then they have the food court. Yeah. Well. It's a pretty big... As the pavilions go, this is one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just because they have the massive greenhouses behind it. Like right. You have yeah. to have a large enough building to equip that. And so the main ride is like a little boat ride that would take you through the greenhouses and through the, the fish farming area. Um, Didn't you do the tour once? No. Oh, I thought you said you guys oh, did. yeah. You can do no. like a walk. You can, you can like pay for tour, an extra like tour. You can pay yeah. for an extra tour. Yeah. Which, which I've always wanted to do. Mm. I just never remember it until like, yeah, and you oh, have we're to halfway make, on the ride. Right. Yeah. You have to make a reservation and too. And you, um, you go by, and it is, I mean, they're not just joking around. Like it is an actual like working greenhouse and you, yeah. you go by the lab and you can mm. see people working in the lab and they'll sometimes put signs in the window. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, they'll sometimes funny. put like like... I mean, funny signs like yeah. these, like hi, or mm. like like jokes Help. about the day. Yeah, like <laughs> they'll put funny signs in the window when you um, drive by. Because, like, I mean, can you imagine that? Like, you're just trying to like work on your strawberry genetics or whatever, and like constantly. thirty times, yeah. thirty times a day, oh, some yeah. people are coming by outside your window and looking at you mm. in a boat. Yeah. And that, that was a that's a very specifically Disney thing too. Like mm-hmm. they had they had that. They had you used to be able to watch the animators. Oh yeah, in, uh, in, in MGM. Uh, yeah, which is like super weird. Uh, yeah, I felt like that 
window has to be like they can't be able to see you because that would be yeah. so distracting. But they can. Oh, really? Because they have it also at the sourdough ba- uh, factory here at California Adventure. Oh, yeah. Right. And they can Which see you, can you also definitely. Take a tour of. Yeah, and it's like a three minute tour. Yeah. Or, but like, and you get a thing of. I I actually was there just this weekend. I brought home a loaf of sourdough bread. Nice. Um, and you know they give you a little sample there. It's nice. It, it's I don't know. I like that stuff. Yeah. Little kids probably don't. Oh yeah. And there, there's there's definitely like a disparity between like what, for lack of a better word, fucking nerds go to Epcot for mm-hmm. versus what like kids are there for. And I think that's always been the struggle of that part. Yeah. Is like. Cause, Cause, it's the most like Walt Disney ass thing. Yeah. Um, but like, kids don't necessarily respond to that. No, and like that's why I think they had songs for everything. Mm-hmm. And the 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 land ride, which used to be called Listen to the Land, Listen now it's Living land. with the Land, and it's an automated tour instead of having a tour guide on the boat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that song. I don't know if you want to like. We'll pause for a moment, and you can listen to it. Mm-hmm. We'll pause right now. Just make believe. Tiny little seed, a tiny little seed that's reaching up to meet your need with the right amount of faith and the right amount of earth. You'll grow to see the sun shine on your day of birth. Let's listen to the land we all love. Nature's plan will shine upon. Listen to the land. Listen to the land. Let's listen to the land we all love. Nature's plan will shine upon. Listen to the land. Listen to the land. When springtime comes. Wow, that was great. <laughs> it's a love. I think it's a it's, lovely. It's a very song. good. It's, it is a very. Is it like song. Glenn Campbell or somebody? Like it's somebody. No, it's the Cranpa. Sorry. Oh. We'll get back to that later. Oh, <laughs> forgot about that. Um, actually, I might ex- as well let's explain. Ex- yeah, let's explain. Okay. At the very end of the ride, as it currently is, and I think actually it's been this way for a very long time. Mm-hmm. As, like right as you're pulling out, there's all these like different like light up images of people and they're really cool like it's a really cool like color study in a way of like there's like a little girl in front of blueberries and she's like wearing blue and like like, like a like, tractor like, going along no. dedicated to agriculture and yeah. yeah and like and like they're just these little like little light up vignettes over and over again or like a woman wearing like a big straw hat in front of like coffee beans like and it's it's like a nice little color palette thing yeah and there's one of like an old an old man and like his his little granddaughter i assume in front of some cranberries and last time we got like stuck there because there was somebody in a wheelchair getting off the boat in front of us and we were there for like an abnormally long time and i was very tired and i just started cogging look it's the grandpa it's the grandpa grandpa's a good word and we ended up just like coming up with this weird like elaborate thing of the grandpa <laughs> rising out of the bog yeah to like summon you to be his grandchild like i don't know we, we've actually we've got a uh, fun announcement we've got a mini series about the grandpa coming from image comics this fall oh, oh nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, 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 no. It would have to come from Marvel, just like the Dreamfinder and the... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, That's true. And the Tiki Room and, and the, the Big Tiki Thunder. And Big Thunder Mountain and Haunted Mansion and Museum of the Weird... Or Disney Keepers. Museum oh, yeah. of the Weird. Oh, what um, is that? I haven't heard of that one. That was their first one. It okay. was kind of like based off... This is Marvel Comics doing these Disney comics. Sure. Um, that, that one was about... Uh, the, the Museum of the Weird was the idea they had before the haunted mansion. Okay. And so it was kind of just taking that idea. It wasn't, you know, it never existed. Sure. It's only in concepts and stuff and in like the history books. And so they kind of took that idea of these two teens who their parents kind of go missing and it involves like their, I forget if it's called like Disney keepers or keep keepers of the kingdom, keys of the kingdom. I think it's, I, I feel like it's keepers of the kingdom. I feel like I've heard that. And so like, they're just part of a group who are trying to whatever, 
deal with like mysterious objects and have this sure. little adventure with their uncle who has been lost in this museum oh. for, for years. And that was like their first comic that they did. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, she, we can, okay. Yeah, we can just keep going. Um, but where were, oh, but with the land, I, I feel like with it, when it lost the song, it lost to me a lot of the, the, the joy and beauty of it. Like I still yeah. write it, but I just wish they had the damn song. Yeah. A lot of the original songs are kind of Almost gone all too. of this. Every song is gone. They brought back one little spark into Journey into Imagination, but. But only at the end and Eric Idle singing it and it's not the same. It, it, it the whole arrangement is different. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of lost everything. All, all of the songs now are gone. Definitely. I, I mean, I do like that finale scene in the new Imagination with like 15 different figments. That's yeah, a, that's when a the nice wall moment, blows but, out, and yeah. you have like, and it's a cool, it's a cool, like landscape, but yeah, but it also brings in the yeah. Eric Idle and the moon, which you find terrifying. Yeah, yeah. all right. Um, so the, the other the other big attraction they used to have at the land was Kitchen Cabaret. Yeah. Ah, yes, the Kitchen Cabaret. I do. It's always on my eBay searches. It's a safe. Oh, yeah. It's a saved eBay search for me. <laughs> um, it was it was a cute show. It was a fun show. Like I, I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd be like, ah. But I like there's a ton of audio animatronics. Do you guys remember Kitchen, I, kitchen I, Cabaret? I, I no. does. I, I do. do not. Okay. I, I'm and I I only like vaguely remember it. it food Rocks was around for uh, most I, of the time I was there. I'm, I was not a fan of I don't of food remember rocks. that either. Uh, well, Kitchen... Uh, well, let's explain what Kitchen Cabaret was. So it's uh, hosted by Bonnie Appetit, and it's talking about nutrition with the Kitchen Cabaret, and it's all like anthropomorphic foods. Um, like the I, I don't know any of the names of them, but like, you know, there's the condiment band. Like mm-hmm. they're all like jars of mayonnaise and mustard. There's um, like veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit mm-hmm. was one of the famous songs. Well, I'm going to um, I'm going to put a clip of that in and it's going to be in your head for the next like six weeks. It's it's the one it's in a park full of earworms. And it was that one was sponsored by Kraft. I think that's Kraft, the other thing. Yeah. All of mm-hmm. these were sponsored. Everything everything yeah. was sponsored. Everything almost still is cuz then um Nestle took over. I think they might even still um Yeah, it was sponsored. Place I think they did. 1994 yeah. by Food Rocks. Um 1994 was a dark year for Epcot. That's when it became yeah. Epcot 94. Oh my god, this thing is like breaking broken into acts when you look at it on on Wikipedia. On Wikipedia it says like introduction, Mealtime Blues by Bonnie Appetit. Uh, she sings this. Act one, chase those mealtime blues away by Bonnie Appetit and the kitchen crackpots. Oh, that's right. The crackpots. Which are a container of mayonnaise, Parmesan cheese, a spinning bottle of mustard, etc. They play a ragtime intro. Act two, stars of the Milky Way by Dairy Goods and his stars of the Milky Way. With, his name is which, just Dairy Goods? Which um, include Miss Cheese, Miss Yogurt, and Miss Ice Cream. Yeah, and he's a he's a carton of milk. Right. Yep. Um with a little mustache. When do we and get to ham and eggs? That's yeah, what I well, want. Hold on, though. Act three is the Boogie Woogie Bakery Boy. That's right, the Boogie Woogie. By, I was trying to remember the name of the song. The Boogie Woogie Bakery Boy by the Cereal Sisters, Marzi Oats, Rennie Rice, and Connie Corn. And that's basically just a, and, a variation on the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Yes. Yeah, it is. I think, yeah. And here we have Meat Ditties by Ham and Eggs. Ah, yes. A vaudeville-style comic rendition of the meat group can help keep you strong. Um, can help you keep strong in which Mr. Ham and Mr. Eggs, spelled with a Z at the end, yes. E-G-G-Z, oh, good. tell jokes and sing a few short ditties. That was my, they were my favorite. I, Mr. Eggs was my favorite, and basically I had... Um, oh, and then they have the script here for their little meltdown at the end. Amazing. And then Act 5, Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit by Colander Combo and the Fiesta Fruit. <sighs> and in the finale, Bonnie Appetit and cast sing the cabaret finale. Also, of note, cabaret... To the audience, cabaret also spelled with a K. Yes, kitchen mm-hmm. cabaret with a K. Yes, KKK. That's not good. No, two Ks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, meant, I mentioned it on the last episode. Uh, I was a guest on Everything's Coming Up podcast a few months ago, 
And the episode of The Simpsons that I was talking about was the one with KKK, That's Not Good. The crusty comedy classic. The crusty comedy classic. And the first thing on my notes was just KKK exclamation point. And she saw them and was like, why Why is the first thing on your notes KKK exclamation point? Because you got to make that reference. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I did like The Kitchen Cabaret. I haven't oh, yeah, watched fun. it in a long time. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. But yeah, there's definitely there's definitely some good ones uh, on YouTube of that. Um, Food Rocks, I thought was because that was a lot more um, like was, celebrity was, jokes. Yeah, it was all pop songs. Like it was hosted yeah. by a bag of chips voiced by Tone Loke. There we go. Okay, so placing us firmly in 1994. I know. I was gonna say, yeah, that's like that's a pretty weird one. Yeah, there's a Tone Loke potato chips. There was um, a pineapple that was Little Richard. Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, and there was some. I feel like there was a share something. There or might have a share impersonator. I think there might have been. Looking at um, there was there was Bohemian Rhapsody as done by like. The like kitchen utensils, okay. Like they reused a bunch of the animatronics. Oh, really? I thought they were all like almost two D things with like just like flappy mouths. Yeah, they're they're all they're all pretty much flat. When you look this one up, it's it's a a breakdown of what it was a parody of. We had Act One was the utensils, which was a Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Uh, Then the Peach Boys parodied Goodbye Barry Shin. Refrigerator Police. Oh, oh, that was every, was every you breath take. you take. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Um, Pita Gabriel. P I T A. Pita Gabriel was oh. Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer. Fud rapper was Tone Lock. Funky Cold Medina. A food rapper. Oh, the U has an umlaut. Got it. Uh, the soul of rock and roll. S O L E. The so the soleil, I guess. Yeah. Of rock and roll. Share the the shoop shop song. It's in his kiss. Tutti Fruity. Richard. Uh, Lil Richard. Um, Neil. Musaka? Oh, Sadeka. this was Neil Sedaka, yeah. Neil Sedaka, yeah. Chubby Cheddar. Oof. Uh, the <laughs> give us, <laughs> give us. Kids love yeah. these. Yep. Kids like 1994. Love give who us is more yeah. relevant. Give us junk by the excess none original composition. Uh, <laughs> just a little bit. The get the point sisters. Which was a parody of Respect. Uh, the Pointer Sisters, I guess? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, it was a funny thing. It was like Aretha Franklin Respect is the song parodied and the Pointer Sisters is the name parodied. And then you get back to Bohemian Rhapsody again with the entire cast. Choose before you chew. Mm-hmm. Uh, God. Yeah. God, your face, you're like, uh-huh. Because mm. <laughs> all kids want is like a Neil Sedaka and Pointer yeah. Sisters uh, <laughs> riff. I mean, maybe kids liked it. Maybe it just it's. I, mean, I it loved puts it. Puts me beyond. I was just like, "Where's Kitchen Cabaret?" Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. It would never win me over. But now it's soaring, and it's probably soaring around the world. So yeah, I think it is. That's yeah. A, yeah. it is. In all fairness, that's a big upgrade. Yeah, and Soren's a Soren's a fun ride. Like yeah, like I it's it's very pleasant. Mm-hmm. I I think the the technology of it is cool. There's I think if you look online, you can see the there's some video of like the prototype that somebody made. Of the ru- the ride system, basically out of some connects. Wow, interesting. That's it's it, it's cool. It's yeah. really cool. It's really cool technology. Um, and it, it that's one of those ones too, where like in Florida, it's always a like two and a half hour wait. Oh yeah. But here in California, if you go California Adventure, it's like twenty minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> like at most. And they have a fast pass, so that works. That's for yeah. You. That's true um, too. I mean, I also like that they uh, used to. I don't know if they. I don't think they still do. They they would spray the orange scent at one point when you were in the orange groves for soaring over California. Oh yeah. I don't know about soaring around the world, but 
But then uh, just Orange Scent is a good segue over to Horizons, mm -hmm. which is now replaced by Mission Space. Ugh. And I, yeah, I'm not into Mission Space. I heard they're going to make some changes to it soon. Probably. But I don't know exactly what they're going to be. The, I, I've, I've been hearing rumors that there's going to be like some pretty Shoot. substantial changes to Future World in the next three, four, five years. Wow. Um, I just mission space once, and that was enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, it just isn't my thing. And but it, Horizons was is, uh, Horizons. Horizons is a very beloved ride. Um, and I'll tell you, I was when I still lived in Florida. I was there when they were tearing it down. Yeah, and I was poking around, and I came across some like laminated sheets. Like, actually, I should probably tell this story. Go ahead. Is it? Well, yeah. sure. Oh, so, you're in another state. I mean, it was garbage, and I took it, and then I sold it on eBay. Whatever. Nice. And I made like twenty five dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like, Horizons was a cool ride. Um, again, kids probably wouldn't care, but I I like looking at animatronics. Like, yeah. as a kid, I liked it. Oh yeah. So I thought it was very cool. And that's so just, what was I? I yeah. actually don't remember Horizons either. What? What? was that <laughs> well her, it was exciting new ways to bring you to the promise of brighter days okay that's wow. not helping me um well it's the journey to the 21st century it was the future i yeah. think this that this pavilion was focused on the future and at the end you got to choose your ending if you wanted to go to outer space the, under the ocean or, or the, the farm like, oh. the desert really. so that's oh, yeah. kind it's of the what desert. they've now put into the end of spaceship earth a little bit, a little but that's bit. much fancier. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying you still, they, they kind of homaged that yes. into the end of this now. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather live in outer space or underwater? Like, And when, when they were originally working on Horizons, it was the original name for it was Century 3. Yeah, Century 3. Um, And actually, one of, one of my favorite t-shirts I ever had that shrunk so fast mm. was a century three t-shirt that i bought at the uh epcot 30th thing. ah you can't um, you can't put them in dryers i know you gotta air dry everything i know um but the the original idea was that it was still gonna it was gonna be the same family from carousel of progress oh um, but now they're in the, the future, future which like carousel of progress is one of my favorite things i mean no you me wrote too. an entire parody play about yeah, it yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I wrote and produced a a, a a parody of carousel of progress twice um, and, uh, I, I love the idea of that being a continuation of it. And it has the same kind of vibe, this sort of like, well, here's, here's what the future could be. Isn't that exciting? Mm -hmm. And like, I, I've, I've said, I've said this for years, the, the future that we have that like we're living in right now. Great. I, I like, I like the internet. I like all this communication stuff. It's not but the future Epcot promised me. It's, no. it's not. God damn it. I want a robot butler yeah. so bad. Like, that's all I want is a robot butler and a flying car. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had, like, so much cool, like, they'd show a world that's under the sea in a school, like, yeah. like kids under the ocean. There was a family living in outer space, and there had, there was some sort of farming in the desert. Those yeah. were, like, the three options we had. Like, the beginning of Horizon showed, like, this is what well, they used to think the future would be like. And, like, here's H.G. Wells in outer space. Like, imagining like Jules in Verne, his, is it yeah. Jules Verne? Oh, yeah. Jules, Jules Verne in his tiny little spaceship with a chicken flying around. And no one likes Jules Verne more than Imagineers, I don't think. True. Well, I mean, you know, he did bring um, 
20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. True. Like a big Disney hit. And then in Tokyo Disney, they have an entire land. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Tokyo Disney Sea, um, the Mysterious Island, which is basically Jules Verne stuff. Is it, and now Although you, also H.G. Wells. Yeah, a lot, a lot of Wells Because it's Journey to the Center of the Earth is their big ride there. Yes, yeah. I have. I was there just last November. Is Tokyo Disney Sea as amazing as it looks? Yeah. Okay. Like, there's a lot to it's it's diff, it's it's a weird park. I've heard sure. the lines are insane. The lines can be pretty, but I mean, it depends when you go. And yeah. that ride specifically, you have to get your fast pass right away because there's sure. no single rider. That's oh. the only place where I've seen people get a little disorderly because um, really? it's kind of just like a mad rush to get your fast pass for Journey to the Center of the Earth. You're going to sure. ride it once. Uh, it's pretty cool. They have a giant animatronic. I think it's the biggest animatronic. Oh really? If, if, is it the T Rex? No, it's uh, it's just a lava monster oh, okay. or a bug, just some giant thing. I've tr- I tried to take pictures of it. it. Looks a little bit like a dinosaur. It looks a bit like it. Yeah, it's it's just like a monster, and you see it, and it's pretty. Like, I don't know if the abominable snowman in Everest is bigger, but it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work, and it's uh, it's probably not bigger. Disco mode. Yeah, it's it's just like I think this is the you have to kind of put up a couple caveats like yeah it's you can't count the the riverboat in Splash Mountain because that's multiple things oh uh, yeah so this is like the biggest single animatronic but I don't know worth looking up I'm hey I don't I don't deal with facts <laughs> um, but yeah I love I do love Horizons so did you walk oh. through Horizons or was no it... you wrote it okay it was a ride you would just kind of sit in like a dune buggy but you would be just facing the same way the entire time yeah okay. like it's kind of like you're sitting and you're going sideways all right so similar to like the seas now yeah, yeah exactly yeah. um except you also had an they had an imax screen they had a okay. big and like they had cool. at least i think they had two yeah they had they had more than one like that was like their big thing yeah um and what i thought was cool was they would show people communicating so you would see some guy talking to a screen an animatronic and he'd be you know, talking, someone talking back and you, it would be a real human talking to them. And then you would go to the next room or whatever. And it's the other person, like they were just Skyping. Yeah. And it was like this cool technology. And I'm like, I am like, they got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a thing. And yeah, video, video chatting was like the huge, I remember. Like you'd be is, like, how I remember, could they do that? Yeah. I remember that that was a like crazy future technology that was in an NSYNC song when I was in middle school and now it exists now it exists <laughs> so that was pretty cool they got that one we just haven't made many um steps in other stuff that Horizons predicted yeah which like that to me is is the coolest stuff like the like all the crazy possibilities of what a future could be yeah um there's a really cool I, I don't remember what the exact URL is but th- before Horizons closed, for oh, yeah. whatever reason, there was no security on that yes. ride. Like there, like most Disney rides have, uh, like pressure sensing panels. Mm. So like if you get off the ride, it senses that there's someone standing on it, sets off the alarm. For whatever reason, Horizons had none of that. And if you if you Google like, I think their names were Hoot and Jeff. If you Google Hoot and Jeff Horizons, these two guys for like a couple years would go ride Horizons, get off at certain points, and then just, like, explore the ride. Yeah, they would just walk around yeah. on the scene. Yeah, And there's, like, an insane... And, the, and they would videotape it. Yeah, they videotape it. They'd take photos. There's an insane amount of, of documentation of this ride from weird angles you would never see. Yeah. Otherwise, like, uh, it's it's really fast. And they somehow never got They caught. never got caught. Yeah, that I remember that now. That is really interesting. I've watched a lot of those oh, yeah. videos. Like, it's insane that they never got caught. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that, that 
I, I love that that ride is so well documented. I feel like of all the ones that are gone, like imagination, I think has more nostalgia to it, but like, I think people miss horizons the most. Yeah. Horizons. Have, well, it's, it's the, the most Epcot. I've, I feel the loss of like when they tore it down, um, it's like you're destroying the future. It's like you're getting rid. It, that to me was like oh, a real poignant, yeah. like like oh ouch. And that to me was, I think it was the last of the rides to kind of change. Yeah. I think so. And so, so it was like ninety nine. I think yeah. Sometime continuing around our layout. Um, there's there's, we should also include a link to uh, the park map from the year we're talking about because you can find them online. Easy. Oh yeah. But again, continuing. So we went, we went like five o'clock, four o'clock, about like well, not- two o'clock was. Was imagination. Yeah, and, then and now we're like at eleven. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, twelve takes 12 you into World takes Showcase. You to World Showcase. I'm yeah. just saying for people who don't know, like twelve mm-hmm. o'clock takes you across to World Showcase, and then we're at like eleven is yeah. where like Mission Space 11, now 10. is, and and then yeah. Horizons was. And then and after that, the future was replaced by Gary Sinise. And then after that, wasn't there another one that isn't that the building they use for food and wine now? Well, there's the Odyssey restaurant place, but then, oh, you're talking about the, um, because there's a whole building Wonders that they, of Life. Yeah, Wonders they only Life, use yeah. once a year now for food and wine. There's nothing in there anymore. It might be Wonders of Life. Yeah, yeah. it's one, it's definitely Wonders of Life, which, uh, was it, was another one. Would that, was that an original one or that, no, it's not. It's a, a later little, edition. Little I would later. still count it. I just, I, um, it's just this huge building that's like conspicuously there and yeah. nothing's in it. That's I mean, why yeah. I well, was wondering. It had the ride Body Wars. Right. Which was like Star Tours, only you were journeying through someone's, like... Oh, it was Osmosis Jones. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, or Inner Space. Yeah. Um, you're just going through someone's bloodstream, or you're inside their body. Directed by Leonard Nimoy. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I wish they'd bring that back. Yeah. They, they had that, they had that, and they had, uh... Oh, fuck. What was the other thing called? The show. The Making of Me? Uh... Nope. Okay, we'll no, get back to that. Uh, the one with the animatronics... Uh, where you're in the kid's Oh, head. Cranium Command. Cranium Command. Yes, which is basically Inside Out. It, it's it's, it's exactly early Inside, inside out. out. And um, yeah, you're inside the brain of a little boy and you have this, is his name Buzzy? The little... I think, but yeah, Buzzy's the, the kid that's on, like a, yeah, that's on like a director's chair that flies around. Yeah. And all of the different parts of the body are uh, live action footage of like SNL characters yeah. from the like... Well, Hans and Franz are like the stomach or the heart. Uh, George Wendt is in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. George Wendt is the stomach. stomach. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's really, it's, you know, occasionally Disney will go all in with like a pop culture thing of its time. Like, and that feels like that for like the early 90s. Mm. Same as like how they were, they were in bed with Bill Nye for like the second half of the 90s where he's just all the fuck over Epcot. Yeah. And was it Disney Quest? But we'll get to Bill in it. We'll get to Bill I know. In a few he's minutes. got his own little thing. Yeah, he's got his own little pavilion there. We'll get to Bill. Oh, in a few I forgot minutes. about Cranium Command. Yeah, that's a good that was fun. And then they also had the making of me narrated by Martin Short, which is about how children how how people reproduce. What? But told in a very family friendly way. What? Yeah. And so like there's it's very I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. It's so you know wow. g-rated uh but it, it talks about like i think how martin short is born but not really <laughs> but he's the narrator and so that was like a weird little thing to, Does, to is he in. all the characters too no he's just <laughs> like like think... now imagine martin short in a wig giving birth to martin short as a baby no they don't show childbirth okay. um, but like no i think he just narrates it a little bit wow. and there, there's some like animated live action stuff with it 
Um, and people being like, you know, this there were warnings like this might not be appropriate for your kids. Like only take them if they're ready for this. And it was clearly like no kid wants to see this anyway. No. Like Body Wars is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I thought like Cranium Command, I thought was cool as a kid. Yeah, it's like, fun. It was neat. Um, but the rest, there are a lot of like interactive things you could do there too, like riding bikes to measure speed or electricity, how much power you would generate, yeah. or, like swinging at virtual baseballs. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I always felt that the lines were a little tricky. Like they weren't yeah. things like I wanted to do at a theme park. I would want to yeah. ride rides. And and now if you go in there, you can get some Girardelli samples and that's about it. And just like once a year. apparently. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's definitely due for a huge overhaul or they'll just use it as a big open space for whatever. I, I think that's what they're doing. I think it's just because like that and, and the Odyssey restaurant are sort of multi-purpose mm. spaces at this point. Um, God, that's so weird. I didn't, I had no idea about the Martin Short thing, but now he has a movie in Canada. So oh, like, yeah. Well, they revamped the Canada ride or the show, the, the yeah. Circle Vision 360. Which somebody didn't want to go see the it's last boring. time we were there. <laughs> Which one? The Canada ride? Yes. The, I don't know what the, I can't remember the new one so well, but it ha- that also had a great song. Oh, yeah. And they, now it's done, sung by like a Canadian idol. Oh, really? And But I don't like this new arrangement. I like the old one like, Canada, Canada, fine Canada. They have the most beautiful lyric I think I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. They go like, Canada, you are far too vast and beautiful for words than I can really tell. But then the good line is, Canada, 10,000 dawns and sunsets I could see. Oh, that is pretty good. And still not know you well. And I'm like, that's such a pretty sentiment. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For anything. But like, and it's about Canada. I find that kind of like very charming and endearing. Canada, bare naked ladies and Neil Peart. Canada. Like, I love this Tatiana 360. and William Shatner. It's such a weird, like, let's see this 360 video or movie about Canada. It's, I, I like it. I would totally watch it, but you think it's boring. And that's okay. But it has Martin because Short now. every yeah. kid thinks it's boring. Yep. <laughs> and I still think it's boring. Yep. But that steakhouse is great. Yeah, the steakhouse is awesome. It is my number one place to eat that I have not eaten at. Like, I want to eat there very badly. It's very good. Right after we got engaged, we had uh, a reservation there. For context, though, our anniversary is in October, and I made that reservation in April. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how far in advance I had to do it. Um, But again, we could probably spend an entire episode on just World Showcase. Yeah, totally. I think think we might have to to do a follow-up eventually. I mean, the only thing that needs to be mentioned for World Showcase as far as I'm is the Maelstrom and the the El Rio del Tiempo. That didn't open until, what, 92? World Showcase? It wasn't... No, the World Showcase was was always there. It was always there, but they weren't all there, were they? No, they added the Maelstrom, uh, I think, in, like, 89 I mean, like, all those countries... There weren't... All the countries were there. I think they were mostly I think most of them were there, and then they added a few other things, like... Then they added the the weird all of Africa pavilion. right. That's not actually a pavilion. It's just, like, a weird shack. Yeah. Yeah. There's cool footage if you you go watch the uh, Epcot, like, opening day special Mm. of... It's not Bing Crosby, but it's somebody like Bing Crosby uh, at talking with... Is it Danny Kay? I think it might be Danny Kay talking with, like, a prominent athlete of the time Mm. at what is now the sort of, like, Africa trading post saying, like, oh, this is going to be the Equatorial Africa Pavilion. Uh, It's going to open in a few years. And it ends with him going, like, I'll see you there and shaking hands and walking off. And then it just never happened. Yeah. They, it's basically just like a little shop. Yeah. Um, 
But before we go to World Showcase, yes. we'll move from the wonders of life. We'll go down one now to the universe of energy. I, I love me some energy. Oh, I don't. I don't. And I, I don't, don't either. And this is kind but of the hybrid between the two. I, yeah. yeah, I only, I fall asleep whenever I go mm-hmm. on it with him. And I stay awake just for the dinosaurs, the yeah. animatronic dinosaurs, which are super cool. And then I fall asleep for the rest of it, except for last time when I decided I didn't want to go on it. And instead, I went and I like climbed up on the grass underneath the monorail and again, fell asleep because it's like a 40 minute ride. I literally yeah. took, like, yep. took me took me a nap outside on the grass in Epcot while he went on it. <laughs> yep. It, a weirdly like disproportionate number of dreams I have take place <laughs> in the universe of energy Weird. building. And That's it's, so it's, weird. And it's not like being on the ride, but they're just in that that space. Mm. Um, I also used to have a disproportionate uh, number of dreams that took place on the Peter Pan ride, mm. but I was almost always falling out of it. Oh, well, which is a valid fear. Yeah. That is something that could happen. Um, but the universe of energy, it's weird because there's the original and then there's Ellen's universe of energy, which mm-hmm. I would kind of consider to be part of old Epcot. Like it's yeah. the bridge. Yeah. It's, it's, the it's on its to... way out too. Oh, they're yeah, going to be changing they're... it soon because it's, yeah. right now it's just a whole ride about how great fossil fuels are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. And, and then there and are, dinosaurs. There are a few moments in it where it's like, well, what about like solar power or wind power? And and the answer is sort of, well, we don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, that's. I mean, it is like at least twenty something years out of date. Yeah, yeah. So considering all the like fucking fire he throws on every news channel about climate change right now, I can't imagine Bill Nye is super excited about his license still being used to yeah. talk about how awesome fossil fuels are. Yeah, and he's very much in his Bill Nye the Science Guy persona. Mm-hmm. Like he's wearing the same like coat right yeah um but so original universe of energy i don't remember much about oh, that the video or the movie is pretty pretty dull. not fun yeah. which one because there's two movies too there's like a weird intro movie then there's the ride and then there's, then there's a movie at movie. the end of it yeah. yeah and you're in like these moving seats you're like in a moving theater they're called they, they, i think they call them theater cars theater cars it's this it's the same ride system as uh Oh fuck! What's it? Uh, in the great in movie ride. Yes, great I was movie say, ride. It's a great okay. movie ride, but they're bigger. They, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're much bigger. bigger. Um, so I feel like they did give it a shot of humor and energy with yeah. Ellen and Bill Nye. Um, and like the jokes are bad, but it's it's fun. But yeah, they're for like kids to enjoy. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, before that, they had a song that I. It's my least favorite song. It's one that kind of like appears in some of my nightmares, actually. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Universe of Energy song, like just the opening of it, just for some reason it fills me with dread huh. but the dinosaurs are all pretty much the same yeah and you're basically riding it to see the dinosaurs yeah, um, yeah and then you're, then you're there cool. for another 25 minutes. i know and then it doesn't end and you're like will there be more dinosaurs the answer no, is no yep. no and those are pretty cool too as animatronics go oh, they're t- like definitely. pretty big like that brachiosaurus is it's, yeah it's basically a souped up version of primeval world yes which i love oh, i love world primeval world i make people people who've never been to disneyland i make them ride the train with me they're like why are we going on the train i was like just trust me yeah and like <laughs> Just from Fantasyland yeah. back to Main Street. Right. No, no, from Tomorrowland. Oh, from Tomorrowland, from Tomorrowland like, back to Main Street. I love, that's, like, I didn't know about it, and, you know, I'm from Florida, so when I moved out here, I went, and I was like, what yeah. is happening? I like, only, suddenly there's dinosaurs. Yeah, same yeah. thing. I'd only ever been to Disney World growing up, and then my mom worked there for a little bit a few years ago, and when we first moved out here, he was like, oh, you gotta check this out. And I was like, all right, and we're riding it, and I was like, what? This is amazing. I would have gone on the train all the time if they had this in Florida. Yeah, it's really cool. Pr- Primeval World is a, it's a, giant diorama of exactly that of like it appears out of nowhere and for no reason right yeah. 
it's just one of those things that like you could tell Walt was just like, yeah, let's throw some dinosaurs in. Right, like between Tomorrowland and Main Street USA, where it doesn't even like really fit. Yeah. Um, it is cool, and so that's what the universe of energy is. Yeah. Um, and then before, and that, that was the only thing at the universe of energy, is only that ride. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's worth mentioning the Communicore, Communicore which eventually yeah. became Interventions, um, because that was... Which, which eventually became Storage. Yeah, like I barely remember the Communicore. I just remember Smart One, the robot. And I have a profound nostalgia for the little purple smart one because mm-hmm. you could call him or her up, it up, and play some games. Like there sure. was just a bunch of phones around it. And now, or at least the last I had seen a smart one, it was working at the Concourse Steakhouse up at the Contemporary Resort. Oh, really? And they would sometimes wheel it around. And it made me feel sad. I was just like, oh, this poor robot <laughs> who was like, I know you're not real. But like it seems sad to me that like your little thing now you're now you're a glorified waiter and you're just like welcome to like it's like you've been like Oof. lost your personality it's like in humans you used to be a real have a you know a sense of self mm-hmm. and a personality and now you're just programmed to be like welcome to the Concourse Steakhouse yeah I got laid I got laid off from my ride it's very sad um, same same with like when you see uh, on Splash Mountain out here there are a couple animatronics. That are like the hosts from America Sings. Oh, yeah. And they're just like off in the side. Like they're barely lit. And it, they're like they're just going like that. And it's like, oh, oh, buddies. The um, another thing that's in like that main interventions area now. And I don't know how long this has been there, but I think it's been a really long. And Brandon's uh, palette arch nemesis is there. Oh, fuck. The, that thing. the like, cool, the cool cooling station. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool, cool oh, I love station. that place. Uh, I mean, cool, you, cool station is awesome. I don't, that's not what it's called. It's, it used to be club cool, but yeah, now I, I don't know what it's, it's called. I think it's still club cool. I think it's club cool. cool yeah. Okay. Um, like Coca-Cola is club cool and you can go in and you can taste different sodas from around the world, including this one from Italy, which is like supposed to be like a palate cleansing aperitif. Yes. And, Brandon Ugh. tried it once and was like, "This is the nastiest thing I have ever put in my mouth." Yeah, it's. It, and every time we go, he tries it again, like it's going to be better this time. Oh, you have and to. It never you have to, yeah. you kind of have to. It's 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 like it's like drinking malort. Like the the appeal of it is that it's awful. Wait, what is malort? Malort is is a liqueur that uh, is available in Chicago and was sort of popularized by John Hodgman. That's just bad okay like it like the thing of it is it tastes really gnarly Hmm. um at his like weekly shows in brooklyn at union hall that he used to do he would just pass around a bottle of malort and everyone would just take a sip and you 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 could just see the like just like cross the room Mm -hmm. um but yeah every and like i forget what this thing is called but it's this this horrible aperitif soda that you can't even get in Italy anymore. Like oh, they, really? Like they've discontinued it in Italy. The only place you can get it are at Epcot and at the like Coca Cola. I was going to say at the world of Coca Cola in Atlanta, and I was yep. going to segue to that. But tell tell us what does the aperitif taste like? Because I don't remember. Oh God, it. I don't even know. Like it just, it just tastes like dry. Okay, here we are, mm. Club Cool. It didn't open until 2005. Okay, so this is not it old Epcot, but I still love it. It replaced yeah, Ice Station Cool. Ice Station mm. Cool, because they had a frozen caveman in there. Yeah. Right. Still sponsored by Coke. It, repla- it replaced Ice Station Cool and drinks offered. Here we go. We have the uh, Guarana Quat from Brazil, which is Guarana Berry flavored. Inca Cola from Peru, which is sweet, fruity flavored, comparable to bubblegum. Oh, yeah. uh, Sparletta, which is South Africa, raspberry cream soda. Mm. Vegeta Beta, which is Japan, a non-carbonated drink, apricot and passion fruit flavored. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Bebo from South Africa, which is Kiwi Mango, and uh, Fanta Pineapple from Greece, and Beverly. Oh, that's right. Beverly, yes. From Italy, which is a very very bitter, non-alcoholic aperitif. Fuck Beverly. Mm. But you gotta try it. You you have to. You have to try it. And the thing is, they keep it there, too, because it says, on October 29th, 2013, all but the Beverly and the Vegebeto were replaced. So there used to be different ones there. And there, they kept Beverly. There was like a watermelon Fanta. Yeah, I was going to say, there was a watermelon yeah, soda that was, I was like, that's uh, very good. Smart yeah. watermelon from China. Um, um, la- it, last thing I want to mention before uh, we finish with the sort of Communicore main area. There was a, a show that was there for like the first year or two of Epcot called the Astuter Computer Review. And... Oh, I know the song, yes. Yeah, and the, oh, God. the song is fantastic yes and doesn't eric idol sing it or someone british it's someone british not eric Eric but it's 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 definitely a british guy okay and it is like all about like what computers are capable of in the early 80s and it's like it's so outdated and it sounds like a like vaudeville song yes but it's so good if you want to root something something computer yeah yeah it's it's uh in fact we'll hear a little bit of it Right now! You see, my friends, the computer makes life easier. (laughs) Saves me time and headaches, too. (laughs) He sorts things out, analyzes in a shake. My enormous problem to him's a piece of cake. He's got a great big memory like an elephant. (laughs) Utilizes knowledge without end. That's why I'm a router for me computer. Everybody needs a friend. <laughs> wow. That was the song. Whoa. That was astute. Yes. Um, it's That reminds me of something at the Communicore. Okay. That it's in the deepest, like, earliest memories that they would have a hologram of a movie with a woman, like a person talking about, I think maybe computer stuff. Right. And she would pull in a hologram of Mr. Eggs at one point. Yes. And then I was like, that's really cool, but I don't know anything about it. And I haven't like, you know, I'm a busy man, so I've never checked <laughs> in the trunk myself. But like, I, I remember that and just being like, oh, that's really cool. And that segues us into World Showcase. Yes. But before going into World Showcase, they used to have these kiosks mm-hmm. that you could touch and you would talk to someone live and they would do a video conference oh. with the person. Oh, that's cool. And it was how you would make reservations to- I um, do remember that. To the restaurants. I do remember that. It was really interesting. And I know like you'd also mess around with them. Like I feel like those people mostly just dealt with kids just got screwing with. around. Yeah. Um, and there was a thing called like, it, it was like, hi, I'm Bit. And it was like a little like just a sprite, like a- a square sure that would be like i'm bit i'll help you what do you need help with and you could just click on these things it didn't work very well like it was an yeah. early touch screen we had to just like pound it yeah and like you know sometimes it would be off by a lot yep and i like i remember those really cool that you could just kind of talk to a worker um it was pretty fascinating i remember like the last time uh because I, I went to disney with my family uh pretty much every year up until i was in the like sixth grade okay maybe and then i didn't go again until like after college and i remember the last time we were at interventions it was mostly like all of the cool futury stuff was kind of gone and i remember just there was like a whole like little bank of kiosks with the demo of the playstation bugs life game yeah and just being like oh this is kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's 
I think now they're just character meet and greets too. I think so. Well, for a while they had the like the sum of all thrills, which is kind of cool. Which was like it, it was the it's the ride system for the Harry Potter ride, uh, where it's just two seats on a hydraulic arm. Uh, Beth has just reemerged from the. Bedroom I did. I remembered. I did have a shirt that was appropriate. I had nice. a figment shirt, it's a and he's great got he's got shirt. little wings on the back. That is a great shirt. Um, <laughs> and like that was kind of cool, but it was also like like fire safety. Was it stuff. a it was a ride? I don't know that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, um, it, yeah. It was basically like a virtual coaster. Like huh. you, you'd get in, and they they give you like a virtual, like a VR headset. Oh, sort okay, of thing. wow. And it it was just like a hydraulic arm with two seats on it that had full range of motion. Wow. It was it was sort of a more souped up version of uh, Cyberspace Mountain, uh, only you couldn't like make your own. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think they got rid of that too. Yeah, I mean um, that's definitely not there now. Yeah, I, I was there last April briefly. Um, that was bef- that's, slightly before Frozen opened, right? Yeah, I did not see Frozen, and I did not get to see the Maelstrom. I did, did not get to ride it again. Uh, like, there's only two. We should end with a Maelstrom. We I should. Think. Uh, so that means we're going to. Well, actually, no, you can't really end with the Maelstrom. Uh, well, there's only two rides. There's yeah. only two rides. So you, get, yes. you do Mexico and then you do Norway. Right. In the yeah. World Showcase, there's only two rides. And they have changed because mm-hmm. the El Rio del, del Tiempo is now with the three amigos. Yeah. Um, just fine. It's fine. It just I, I like the old song. They I just did. always miss yeah. the song. They did, though. Speaking of animatronics, they added some updated animatronics of the three of them at the end that look really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do look real. They are really good. Which, last time I went on it, I was like, oh, that looks so much better. Yeah. And, and what's funny is those are the animatronics from... Uh, a show that hasn't been in America for like 30 years uh, called the Mickey Mouse Review. Oh, really? Yeah, which was which was one of the only, maybe the only show that had animatronic versions of Disney characters. Like of like, like the, the Mickey Mouse. Yeah, characters. Like, yeah, like yeah. Mickey and the and the gang. Um, and it was just it was it was just Mickey conducting yes. a show. Yeah, and uh, the three amigos were in there, and they were in Japan. Yeah, yeah, that's it, a J- Japanese mm-hmm. thing because uh, the song they used, I think, for that is "We Greet the World with Love," which I think is a very cute. Like that's so kawaii. Sure. To me the title but i think it's a really pretty song just like we greet the world with love i think it's just a cute ditty yeah um um but yeah it was the uh the the way the show worked is that the the three caballeros would like pop up in different places Mm. so there was like at least two or three sets of them and they for whatever reason just pulled a set of them from japan and apparently they sat backstage for years before they finally got put in I think maybe two years ago. Yeah, two, three not years long. ago. Um, they, and they look do, good. They look awesome. They look yeah. really good. And I think like that's a ride that did need a shot in the arm. Like the original yeah. Mexico ride. It's just weird. Like there's there were the, this this merry-go-round of people. Maybe they were people, but I thought they were puppets because they had strings and they would kind of yeah. like dance in this weird way, just going in a circle. That was like the finale. And now yeah. it's the three caballeros or the three. Did I say the three amigos? You did. <laughs> No, no, I mean you're you're not. Yeah. Chevy Chase is in there. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's the three caballeros, and now it's like two of them are like running all over Mexico looking for Donald. Right, Donald's being Who's getting a into all sorts ding-dong. of scrapes. Yeah. yeah, getting into all sorts of stuff, and and there's all these videos and stuff, and like I understand that each of the countries is co-sponsored by that country's tourism board. Right, you know, yes. so like to a degree, 
I understand the original one was like trying to attract people to come to Mexico, but at the yeah. same time, you want people to actually like be interested in going on the ride, and it is a Disney. <laughs> like, yeah, but I like that it was a relaxing boat ride, and it, was. it kind of had these mysterious overtones in the beginning when you go through like the ruins, yeah. and then you're in this town, and there's a lot of like singing skeletons. So I dig that, and there's like a kid with oh, a yeah. devil mask because like they're having a fiesta. I I, I like that. Yeah, it was oh, yeah, definitely really cool, but I get why they updated the other totally. the other the other awesome thing about the Mexico pavilion oh, is it's it. the only one that's like entirely indoors yes. and you go in and it looks like it's nighttime yeah. there's this like big mountain in the distance and it like erupts ever so often and like it's so cool it's, it's very so beautiful. pretty yeah um, that, that's a great one place of my, to get food i you know i've never eaten in there oh yeah but that's one of my favorite spaces oh, me in, too yeah. in all of disney because of if that. you uh oh, when yeah. it was under construction it was under construction for a while a couple years ago it was it was closed for a little while hmm. the whole pavilion was under construction um and there's a video from that point in time because Florida of a drunk guy trying to climb the pyramid. Oh no! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's Florida man. I'm, I'm sure if you if you Florida man tries to <laughs> drunkenly climb the pyramid at Epcot. Yeah, like if if you if you go on YouTube, you can find multiple videos of people trying to climb the outside. Of wow. It. Because okay, so here's another here's another key thing about, and this isn't about the rise or about the nostalgia of it, but it's important to know. Key thing about Epcot is it's the only park in Disney World where you can drink. Yes. Oh no, you can drink in all the other ones, just not Magic Kingdom. What? Yeah. You, where do you, you get alcohol? No, you um, can you an, can an drink King? in the restaurants, I think, but you can't like walk around with a beer like you can. I thought no, I thought you could buy just like beer on the no, street at you can't. MGM. No. Huh. Incorrect. Call and you mean Hollywood name. Studios? Yeah, yes. Hollywood Studios, Not which MGM. I refer to as MGM too. But yeah, no, it's, the it's, only I park. It it's still the only park in Disney World yeah. where you can drink. And people drink there. And people drink because the thing Oy. about the countries, the thing about the countries is it's a fun game that people like to play called Drink Around the World. No, it's a bad idea. <laughs> it is a bad idea because because if you walk into it's a bad idea, and here's why. Mexico. Because yeah. it means yes. you have to either start or end with tequila. Yes. And both mm-hmm. ways it's going to go horribly. Yep. And you always think you can do it. You're like, that's not that many countries. And then you get, if you start on the right and you start at Canada, you get to like France and you're like, oh, fuck, this was a terrible idea. Yeah. I think I made it to Italy once. That's yeah. as far as I got. I and, started in Canada and I made it to Italy. And also because it's Florida, it's 900% humidity. Right. So after your first drink, you're just completely dehydrated. It's actually a lot easier to do during Epcot Food and Wine because you can get the little like mini yes. tastes of stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the different countries. So you, but otherwise if you're just trying to do it on a normal day, like you go to England, you got to buy yourself a whole fucking pint. Oh, right. and you yeah, got to drink that. That's what I was going to say. You're getting pints in England and in Germany and, like, and in, in Canada, Canada probably. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get wine in France. Um, I have like strong opinions on drinking and I think like that's a bad game. The better game is, it is pick a and choose game. your countries. Yes. Because don't just get a drink everywhere. Get a drink you like. And in, in Mexico, when I was there last, there's a tequila bar mm-hmm. inside. Oh, yeah. And someone, uh, yes, yeah, someone recommended me uh, a avocado margarita. Yeah. And so I got that and I was like, this is great. Yeah. Like, and like, I don't need to get a beer in England because they're not like these crazy yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. beers. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I would recommend it. I'm saying it's a game people play. Oh, it is definitely a game, and but like def- you and always especially lose. People, especially, um, actually, <laughs> yep. like it's a game a lot of cast members play. I know that. Wow. Like when they have their day off, like they'll just go to Epcot and like, because they can go in for free. Right. And yeah, they'll go and I know that for a fact, but um, it's not a game I would recommend, but it is a thing people do. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't with tequila. So for me, I can't finish it or start it because... Mm. I and sometimes you just want to try it and that's yeah. like the heart like that's to me it's a game you can't win because there's so yeah. many countries like you got to be re- and you're also not going to pace yourself because you're going to drink one yep. and go yeah. like rather than wait an hour it's just you can do half and you're pretty drunk yeah yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. 
but I would actually there is some phenomenal wine in Italy if you go there as like a normal person and, and talk yeah. to them about it yeah. oh that's cool we had a couple yeah. good wine flights yeah oh, you know what we forgot we forgot World of Motion oh god we forgot World of Motion oh which is now um, Test Track Test Track Ah, the world of motion. Test track's been revamped a couple times too. Yes, uh, recently. So yeah, ju- jumping ba- jumping back to, uh, to future, future world, world for a minute. Yes, the last of the classic pavilions was the the world of motion, mm-hmm. which I, be- I sponsored think it was by Gener- Yeah, no, it's GM. Oh, it was GM. Yeah, okay. GE sponsored Spaceship Earth. Uh, no, no Horizons. No. It was yeah. Yes, yes. AT and T uh, sponsored Spaceship Earth. This is General Motors, and now it's Simons and na- Siemens. 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 Um, and. Test Track is sponsored by... Uh, I think, like, Ford or Honda. No. It's, in a, um, it's some, oh some car. I, th- I think it's still GM. Oh, maybe, yeah. It, it might be. It might I think be. it's still GM. Um, but it was all about the history of traveling or a history of transportation and yep. vehicles. Um, and that, that was cute. Yeah, yeah. It was, and it was it was the same... Another dark ride. Yeah, it was a dark ride. It was, it was very much in the same vein of uh, Spaceship Earth. I don't know if you can like hear that. these sirens in the back, but there were definitely sirens in the world of motion because mm-hmm. there would be one scene where there was a, a traffic, like a com- comical traffic accident, like a horse and cart got overturned. Yeah. Um, and people shout like, oh, no. Like, you know, the joke is with the invention of the car comes the invention of the traffic jam. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, uh, World of Motion I think had the most animatronics of yes. any Disney ride. It had like a ton. Insane amount of, of animatronics in there. The one that, that people seem to talk a lot about is the uh there's a sea serpent. The sea serpent, yeah. Which is pretty cool. And he's looking at like there's a man on a boat looking out with a spyglass and the sea serpent is right in front of him. Like, yeah. Just, it's just his head. Like I remember that big that visual. But still probably um, like ten feet tall. Oh like, totally, it's, yeah. It's, it's huge. It's, it's definitely big. Um uh, it was fun and oh, here's something about it. They used to have smells. Oh, really? I don't think they have the smells everywhere any- anymore. Like, there was a smell in Spaceship Earth at the burning of Rome. Oh, okay. there still is. Okay. That you can still smell. He can't smell. Yes. Um, okay. And I pointed that out to him last time. You can smell uh, in the burning of Rome and also a little bit in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, really? At oh. the very end where it's well, yeah, burning. Yeah, where it's burning. Yeah, yeah, interesting. You can just smell the sexism. You can smell um. the smoke. <laughs> You can smell the problematic uh, enjoyment of Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, uh, but no, they had that smell. They had orange blossoms in uh, Century 3 or in Horizons okay. uh, at, at, an, at the orange blossoms. They would have that later in Soren, the smell of oranges, which is really nice. And then in World of Motion, they would have the smell of pig shit. Whoa. Because there's like a pig, a really cute little pig. And like, I was just like, that's a weird option. And I remember yeah. reading like the, the, the smell scientists being like, you got to be real careful with that stuff because if you get it on yourself, you're screwed. Well, now like, they still have the whole smell room in Figment. Yes, which yeah. I usually don't breathe in. It's supposed to be a skunk, and it I think it's just like an ammonia type smell. Yeah, yeah. I, I just it's, choose it's like not to. I don't want to inhale that. Yeah. My my favorite <laughs> my favorite part of World of Motion I, uh, that was one of the rides that uh, it closed relatively yes early. I think it was one of the first ones to close because um, because yeah, Test Track was open by like ninety seven. Mm. Yeah, and Test Track's a great ride. Test Track's great. Yeah. Um, I, I, the new sort of like Tron Track version, not so great. Mm. Um. But the coolest part about World of Motion is when you would get on, when you would board it, your car would go out of the building, yes, and would go up this like basically equivalent of a spiral staircase, Mm. and then go into the ride up top. And you could see people on the ride in the little cars when you're walking in. Yeah, Yeah. that was like a nice little design feature. Oh yeah, it's a super cool kinetic Mm. because like 
you, you know that that Walt always wanted there to be motion in multiple directions and multiple hmm. types of things, which is why, like, if you look at you know probably the best example in Disneyland now is if you're at the lagoon where the uh, submarine is okay if you're just looking out at tomorrowland there's a submarine the monorail comes by the other way mm. you can sort of see the train off in the distance mm -hmm. and there's the uh, the path where the people mover was mm -hmm. so it's just like a bunch of movement in different directions interesting um but that i always thought that was so cool to, to have like a ride that goes outside for a minute sort of like the uh alice in wonderland ride yes at disneyland does, yes which is Super cool. Well, and Test Track still does that. You Test guys still people drive by. We, uh, when we went on it once, I mean, that car only goes like 40 miles an hour. No. But when you're outstairs, when no, you're outside, 60. it's cool. But, um, remember the one time we went I on do. it? There was this kid oh, no. in front of us that was so delighted. It was amazing. The whole time we were outside and it was going fast, he's going, oh my God, oh my God. It's fun. This is the oh, it's best. great. Yeah. This is the best. Like, it was so funny. Another yeah, thing we actually skipped over and i don't know when they had this though was captain eo oh yeah oh, oh i meant to talk about it yes captain eo in the the imagination the theater film. yeah, yeah in, the, in the theater which or, they then brought back a little bit at, during the 30th anniversary uh yeah the 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 film the most expensive film per minute ever made wow it was like 15 it was like a 15 minute film that was like i think 15 20 million dollars wow uh um, directed by francis ford coppola also i think he wrote it or co-wrote it uh yeah Rather wrote or co-wrote it with George Lucas, um, and <laughs> wow. Michael Jackson yep. uh, uses the power of rainbows to turn a spider queen into Angelica Houston. Yes, it's a. I He's watched got it some recently. Really rad little like alien buddies. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a weird show. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, but it's really fun. It's good. It's in. I I don't know. I like they're Henson like puppets. I think they are Henson. Some, yeah, I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure um, they are. Um, they're cute. It's like a lot of weird, three, you know, 3D special effects. Yep. You know, like the stupid Hooter, his elephant-like companion. Just who's, sneezes who's terrible. Yeah, I know. It's just like, here, I'll throw this at the camera. Yep. And you're like, all right. Um, but it's kind of cool. And then like the cool dance scene. Like it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's like it's, all the, all the dance stuff at the end is, is like legitimately good. Mm -hmm. And when the, when the music for the finale starts playing, your seat bounces in mm. time with the the bass, that's pretty so it's like cool. Like boom, 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 boom. Also, uh, comedian Doug Benson is one of the extra dancers at the end. What? Yeah, he's talked about it uh, a bunch. How old was he? Um, was, were they kids? Uh, no, he he was probably well. He's like fifty four. Really? So. Oh my god, he yeah. looks so young. Yeah, no, he looks great. Okay. Um, Dang. I, he was probably in his twenties. Wow. Um, but yeah, he um he's also a, an extra in Blade Runner. Wow. Uh, yeah, in one in one scene, he like body checks Harrison Ford as, oh, as he's man. walking walking around. That's amazing. That's that's a pretty cool yeah thing to have done. Yeah, right. To body there, check Harrison Ford. I think Ford. I think there's a whole episode of, of uh, I was there too. Wow, which is Matt Gorley's podcast. Okay, uh, where he talks with Doug Benson about uh, Captain EO and Blade Runner. Dang. Um, but yeah, Cap got Captain EO is it's so of its time, but it's also real fun. Yeah, I think it holds. I mean, I watched it like in the past two weeks. Yeah, because it's on YouTube, like, like not the three D version. Sure. Um, because I was like, what? Who? Oh yeah, because that's another thing. It's in three D. It's in three D. Oh, it is it's so three D. It's, it's so three D. Um, because I was like, what is his story? I was trying to like just like learn a bit more about it. It's kind of weird, but neat. Yeah. And really, you know, 
it's cool that it's Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas. Like, I can kind of definitely get that feel. Oh, yeah. And then they replaced it with Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was fine. Like, it it's kind fine. of, it, it, it's fun. It's good. I haven't been on it recently. It, um, and it's it's a, be- that was in back in the time when they were, were trying to make, like, the Imagination Pavilion have a more coherent theme. Yes. So it was also Eric Idle as, right. like, the Imagination Institute. Mm-hmm. And I um, think it fits for the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience idea. I don't like yeah. the idea of riding to the Imagination Institute. No. It just doesn't work. It's more it, – it's it's too scientific or too – feels too corporate. Yeah. Um, it's I a bummer. It, I've, I'd, I'd heard rumors that never wound up panning out that they were going to switch it out to be, like, Phineas and Ferb. Or oh, it, or well, there is out. a Phineas Ferb thing. Yes, the World Showcase. It, they have that, like, secret mission. Oh, no, that's Kim Possible. Oh, they also have oh, oh, no, 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 Phineas and no, no, Ferb. It was, it was, it was, was Kim Possible, right. and now it's Phineas and Ferb. Um, yes. Oh, and Inside Out would be really interesting. Yeah. That would be really, really interesting. Um, um, but, they, so, yeah, I think the, the final thing we have to cover is... Uh, the Maelstrom. Uh, uh, Peril and Adventure. Ah, uh, Norway. Our Wi-Fi network is named the Spirit of Norway. Oh God, uh, I love it! I love it. I feel like of of all of the rides that aren't around anymore, that's the one that I'm saddest about. Especially because it's so recent. It's so recent. It's very yeah. recent. Yeah, I it mean, still hurts. So the the Maelstrom was the ride in the Norway Pavilion, uh, where you are taught about the Spirit of Norway. Um, and it has it had an amazing mural. In yes. The, in the de- in the oh yes. In the dentist's waiting room, uh, queue. The queue. It, it was the the setup. To, the line to get in. It just seemed very rough. Oh yeah. It was not designed. No, it was well not good. for a ride that would good. eventually be very popular. Yeah. Um. But then, yeah, that giant mural. I just remember the bearded oil worker. So many bearded. So people. many beards. Yeah. I think he was the biggest one though. He's, like he's got a giant beard and like a hard hat. Yeah, and a hard hat and like a denim shirt. And I was just like that. Like he's like the Norwegian version of the brawny man. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so yeah, like you go through uh like old school Norway with and like they've got some, the cruise ship lady too. Yeah, the yes. cruise ship ladies on there. Uh, just just a lot of super Aryan people on that uh on that giant mural. Um. And you go through and you see some like ancient norwegians and uh well the first you start with um odin he's like you are not the first to pass this way oh, yeah, nor shall like, you be the last like and then the his odin eye his missing yeah. like it starts glowing you're like whoa as you go up that's really cool and then you're in the past seeing like ancient norway and then you run into trolls who make your ship go backwards yes and i like the trolls i remember back, back. Over, over the, the falls. falls disappear disappear what well, that one sounds the little, the little puffins and the oh, little the puffins, puffins survived they're it's... still in they're the only oh, they're things that frozen? are still in mm-hmm. frozen the little puffins are there that's i cute. mean they moved them but yeah well, that that one uh troll that you were doing sounds so much like statler and waldorf oh uh, yeah it's, oh my it's, gosh it's nutty every time i hear it i like i can't not think that it's just statler and waldorf have been turned into trolls for whatever well they are reason. kind of a little bit like trolls. a little bit um it was like a three-headed troll that would come and there would be like a little magical special effect over yep. you like glittery lights you'd go backwards and then and uh, almost do. fall out you still do go backwards they didn't change the track they oh, just yeah. changed what's around it but yeah. do you see um you don't see you outside, don't see outside. Okay, you used to see outside, yeah. and everyone would see the back of the boat the almost boat, yeah, fall out. Yeah, you can't see yeah. that anymore. And then it would go down a drop, um, and then you'd see a giant polar bear, because uh, now you're in the present day. It's like a polar bear and like a steel rig, and then you're kind of done. Yeah, yeah. The 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 ending like, is yeah. There's like cohesive. there's like a bunch of oil rigs in the background, and then like when when they were originally uh, making it, they wanted to have the scene with the oil rigs 
they wanted the water to be incredibly violent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they wanted it to be... Like, the original idea was they were going to give everyone ponchos. Yes. Because the idea was you were going to get soaked. Yes. And thankfully, they didn't do that. Well, the water was a bit splashy there, but it wouldn't hit you. It would just splash against, like, the far sides. Yeah. Because um, I remember when it first came out, they did a special... Oh, and yeah. the first people to ride it, they were all given ponchos. <laughs> and I was like, you definitely don't need a poncho. Like, this is, you don't really get wet at all on this ride, even though it's a boat. Like, I've gotten more wet on Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, my oh, God, yeah. right? Yeah. And, like, the drop on the Maelstrom, like, makes the Pirates the... of the Caribbean ride uh, drop look like Splash Mountain. I get like, more it wet is... on the, um, the, uh, the bobsleds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Constantly. Yeah. There's a, I heard a great story about, uh, when Splash Mountain was about to open, uh, Eisner had come to sort of do a test ride. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't, like, fully calibrated the, like, basically water cannons that go off at the bottom. Uh-huh. And so he's there in his, like, full suit. He gets in, rides the ride, uh, comes down the drop. And when he comes back around, there's water, like, up to your ankles. In, oh. in the in the uh, in the log, and all of the Whoa. and all of the the technicians were like, "Oh God, what if we like we're gonna lose our jobs?" And thankfully, he's like, "Well, we need to fix that a little bit." Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. Well, I mean, it's not as bad as there, there was like a, a maintenance guy that uh, saw that they were just running logs to test them, and he just hopped in, mm-hmm. and they hadn't quite calibrated the landing yet. And he broke his legs. Oh, jeez. Which is like, mm. yeah. Uh, I wrote it the other day, Splash Mountain, like two days ago. Oh, it's so good. Um, you love it. Yeah, I, lo- I love I it. I feel it's... it needs a little bit of a tweak because it, it, it needs a little bit of TLC. Some of those things, but... yeah, like some of the eyes aren't fully open. No one's eyes work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like one fox had like a broken wrist. Yeah. It seemed like sometimes the lights aren't on, but yeah, it needs it needs some it TLC, needs, yeah. but. <laughs> um, but if you sit in the back, you get less wet. If you sit in the front, you might. Like, I think the front's the danger zone. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, in the back, so I was like, okay. Because I don't want to get, like, crazy soaking mm-hmm. wet, even if it's hot out. I somehow um, end up in the front every time, and I end up soaked. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. you just get Remember, hit was, full in the face. There was one time where I risked getting kicked out of Disney. I was so soaked at the end of it and it was also like nighttime it was so bad that i literally just like stood in the room where you get your pictures and like took my shirt off and put a sweatshirt on i was like i can't yeah like take the time to go so i'm like i'm dripping and i was like well i'm taking my shirt off in disney let's hope nobody checks me because like that's that's the easiest time to get on it is like at night, at night right it yeah like it, it goes from being a 90 minute wait to just you could walk on it right ride it three times if you wanted to mm-hmm. Um, or I just do the single rider. Oh, that too. That, yeah. that speeds it up a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the, 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 it was not a water ride, the maelstrom, like yeah. a lovely ride. You don't have to worry about getting wet. Yeah. And I loved, oh, and then it's like, uh, Norway will always be an adventure. I think it's what it said before you get out. And then you had to watch the movie. Well, you, you could. I loved the movie. People didn't like it, but my favorite moment in the I like this is one of the defining images of my childhood I guess yeah during the movie and it's all about Norway what is Norway it's the people within it like that's like the theme and it's just kind of like a montage of the people of Norway oh nice kind of what's the the frame tale is like a little boy in a museum looking up at a an old Viking longship and they kind of journey back in time you see them constructing it and then like but then you go back to the silence of the kid alone in the museum um, but one of the images is there were like a number of ballerinas 
just being like you know it's just like montage like here's a guy climbing a thing like here's someone sailing and it's just mm-hmm. like we're all norwegians hi like visit our country have you ever and seen this many white people I, I know it's like they're all like beautiful blonde very scandinavian and then they have the ballerinas and if you look over to the left like not the main one like the one in the center but there's one there's a couple of ballerinas on the the left and then one of them like notices that the camera's on like i don't know if they had to know the camera's on but they're talking sure. but then she just looks directly at the camera and it's to me like just one of these beautiful moments like that there should be a painting of that <laughs> just like like the director's just like focusing on the main person and not noticing like i'm just going to stare at the camera for a second <laughs> even though you're probably told don't do that yeah and i i love it i and i i do i mean i miss all of those rides and you'll yeah. never they'll never be ridden again uh you'll only see like the subpar videos somebody like, so. some cat a cast member from norway did a similar thing as the horizons guys wow. when when it was oh closed God. he took a bunch of bunch of pictures that seems from inside i i don't i don't ridiculous. remember where i saw it but okay. like you can google around like i think at Ooh. one point he's like riding the polar bear <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I'm like, that seems much more dangerous to me because of the water. And, well, it was, it was, it was, the water was and, all Yeah, it was drained. as they like, were it was, done. It was uh, as they were closing it, it and they closed. were about to, yeah. and all the boats were out. There was no water. Yeah. Oh, that's it was just a, a cast member that was there. Um, I love the trolls. Oh, the trolls were great. Um, one of my, I think one of the last times I ever got to write it, because what turned out to be the last time I wrote it, um, I was, I had a, just a heat migraine and I don't remember, it was just like. I was so out of it. Mm-hmm. But the time before that, I was down there by myself. I got in one of the last rides of the day, and it was just me in oh, the boat. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I, got the, uh, I got the cast member at the end to take a picture, and I'm standing in the boat, like one foot up on the, the seat, just uh-huh. doing like a, like a Viking pose. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. That is amazing. And, it was, and, and that was when we knew its days were numbered. Yeah. So as a wrap-up, a thing I think we didn't really cover at the top, you covered it in a joke before we started taping, what does Epcot stand for? What was it supposed to be? Ah. We didn't actually cover that. Epcot is an acronym. Yes. Yes. Uh, Epcot stands for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. And the original idea was that it was supposed to be an actual city. Like, it was supposed to be the the centerpiece of, of what Walt was calling the Florida Project. And it would eventually, Celebration is the... Yeah, celebration is what we got. What yeah, the Epcot, actual Epcot Center. If it was not a theme park, an actual place to live and work. Yeah, and be uh, celebration is the closest thing that we have, which is basically a, a city. Yeah, and like if you go, if you go to uh, the Magic Kingdom and ride the People Mover, mm. uh, oh, you, yeah. you see a model of the city of the of original tomorrow. city of tomorrow, and that was supposed to be what Epcot was. You yeah, can, yeah. I love the people I love mover. the people, oh, mover. people mover. Last time we went there, there nobody cared about the people mover, and it was nighttime. They let us ride it like three times. Oh, yeah, in they'll a let row. you just ride, keep riding it. it. It's, a, it's a it's a great place to take a nap. Like oh, if, totally. if you yeah. need to take a nap. Like a quick yeah. one, like that's why. Like, it was like the end of the day. I needed to like stretch my back, and we just rode it like three, four times. Yeah, yeah. and like as as you're on it, like you go, you pass through space, uh, space mountain. Yes, and you can see down into the uh, Buzz Blasters, mm-hmm. and like that's that's another cool Disney thing that like happens there and happens on the the train. Yes, in Magic Kingdom and Disneyland, where you can see down into Splash Mountain. Right, like it, it makes the whole thing feel a little more connected. Mm-hmm. Like rather than just being a bunch of random rides, like oh no, this feels more like a place. Like this feels more like an actual like. If this was a future city, that's what it would be like. Um, and it's sad because Epcot Center was so much about the future, mm-hmm. and now it only exists in the past. Yeah. The yeah, new- now it's really a nostalgia thing, which is a bummer. Yeah. yeah. So I think you would be into it. 
but <laughs> I don't know how you can experience it if you haven't. But if you have, you can always tweet at me at Kirk Says, <laughs> K-I-R-K-S-A-Y-S. I will talk to anyone yep. about Disney or Epcot. Uh, just look that up or look up Kirk McDuck. Yeah. Um, or follow me on Instagram, also Kirk Says. I'm going to just plug my stuff. <laughs> no, we, we, we give you a minute to do that oh, anyway yeah. at oh. the end. Yeah, don't well, worry. And that but, was sort of how we first became friends, too, is you were coaching God. my improv team. And like I had been following your blog and just had a million questions about Disney Sea. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh man, Disney yeah. Sea. That's another. And I mean, as much as we're talking a lot about like the nostalgia of Epcot, I still love Epcot. Oh, oh yeah. I love going. If to I Epcot. go to Florida and I can only go to one park, Epcot's going to be it. Oh yeah, same. It's, totally. It's same. still my favorite place in the world. Yes. Like yes. And, and oh, oh, one last thing. Yeah. The fountain. In, oh, yeah. In, in, yeah. And it has, mm-hmm. like, and it's choreographed and it's so cool. Yeah, and it has music. And to me, there's an episode of Boy Meets World where he kiss, Corey kisses Topanga in front of yep. it. Yep. I always have to bring that up whenever I see that fucking fountain. <laughs> and people are like, yeah, I know. I just always think about it, even though that's after, like, that's like mid late 90s. Yeah. When it's that still happened. so iconic. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I love, yeah. If I can only go to one park in Florida, it will always be Epcot. Um, and I'll ride all the rides and I'll remember the old ones. Uh, it's, it is this weird in a way that since it is the future, it's just so strange that it connects so strongly to the past for me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the best motto for Epcot would probably be like yesterday's tomorrow yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. You, the, you know, the speaking of the boy meets world, that was my favorite like subgenre of sitcom episode was the let's go to Disney world yes. episode. They did it for family matters. Mm-hmm. They did it for step by step. They did it for full, for full, full house, house when Aladdin came out. Like, yeah. Cause they're all owned by the same yep. uh, parent company. If I ever get hired Roseanne? to write for a, uh, a show that's oh, owned by ABC, yeah. I will absolutely pitch uh, well, a Disney World episode. On, Speaking of the fountain, the only other thing we haven't really talked about, I don't know when this came out, was the big fucking, the show. Of oh, yeah. World. Oh, Illuminations, uh, Reflections of Earth. Yeah, That's illuminations, the perfect thing to end on. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is the, the best. on it every day. It is the best fireworks show. Oh, it's really good. I mean, I haven't seen the new Star Wars one at uh, Hollywood Studios, which I've heard is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to go, but it's like... I don't really want to go to Hollywood Studios just for a fireworks show. Yeah. Um, Especially with Star Wars Land opening here. Yeah. In a couple years. Like, maybe I will once their Star Wars Land is open and everything, but Reflections of Earth has been running for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, almost 20 years, Jeez. I feel. like got a big old globe. And I don't change it. I think they're going to change it, and it breaks my heart because the yeah. music is beautiful. Uh, yeah, Reflections of Earth, the, the theme, it fits. Um, they have that big globe. Um, all the the cities light up, or all the countries and light up throughout the day. I mean, they they pop off like an absurd number of fireworks every day, and you see oh, yeah. you see throughout the day if you just like sit and watch the watch the lake. Um, eventually, the boats will stop mm-hmm. doing yep. the transfers from one country to another, and you'll see all these big barges get towed out with like like pounds and pounds of fireworks on them. Oh yeah, because they have to set. They literally spend all day setting up this show to pop off at night as soon as the park is closing. Oh yeah, yeah it's great. And then it ends after that. They play the song "We Go On," which you should probably—I don't know—I love that. Like, I I'll cried. Put, I'll put that in as the outro. The, the last two times I've been there, and I've only been there twice in like the past ten years. Like, I'd stay for that, and then they play "We Go On," and everyone leaves, and it just like—I literally it brings tears to my eyes because it's also this strong association that it's my favorite fireworks show. I think sure. it's the very nice, beautiful music, and the whole thing of like "We Go On" through the joy and through the tears. It's like, yeah, for all the dumb shit in your life yeah <laughs> there's still like you still go on 
Ugh, on this, our spaceship Earth. And then, and then yeah. as, you, as you walk out, the word Siemens I know. is it's projected, projected on, on the... spaceship Earth. But they still have the globe going around, and then Siemens yeah. shows up. So I was yeah. like, that's fair. Yeah, it's they fair, do. But they like... have the globe going. like it, They turn it into... Uh, it's cool. It's cool. It's a cool projection, yeah, even it's though great. it's sponsored. Uh, uh, like but they do ago. say the word Siemens in it a lot. A ton. Yeah. Um, which, because Brandon is an actual child, mm-hmm. he thinks it's funny. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. Uh, thank you so much so that's for Epcot. for yeah. talking with uh, for nearly two hours with us. Oh my god! Epcot. Wow, dude, we could though. We could like that. That's I mean, and and this was even with me saying so many things in the middle of it. Like we could have a whole episode just on this. We could have oh, a whole yeah. episode yeah. just on this. We're gonna have to have you back to do a Disneyland episode. I think. Oh, totally. Yeah, I'll talk about Disneyland. Um, yeah, Disneyland. Very quickly, I fell in love with pretty immediately. And uh, we we all go all the time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I also like. I thought I'd be a Florida purist, but mm-hmm. Disneyland has a very yeah. strong, distinct charm. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. When we can't... were just there, actually, I was like, oh my god, I'm here and I'm in Magic Kingdom, and this is what I grew up with, and I'm walking around it, and I don't remember where anything is because now I know the layout of Disneyland. I know, so much, me too. And I I think I like Disneyland better. It's like I'm here and I'm like, oh my god, I like I'm having a crisis. I think I like Disneyland better. Yeah, it's got it's got more rides. It's got the better versions of the rides. It's just, it's just like, got a lot of charm. It's it like a little a local park. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's – it's. I, I don't remember who coined this term, but I hear Jim Hill say it all the time. It's the the most uh, well-known regional theme park in the world. Yeah. Yeah, like the majority of people come from within like 50 yeah. – come within like five hours or something yeah, like five, that. Yeah, six-hour drive. Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, we, we can't get into that right yeah, now. But that no. was Epcot. Thank that you for coming Epcot to talk Center. to us. Yeah, so now, yeah, you. Kirk, where can we find you on the internet? Plug what you're working on. Uh, again, what do you want to talk about? Again, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Kirk Says, K-I-R-K-S-A-Y-S. Uh, you can check. I take a lot of pictures of Disneyland uh, or a lot of weird, dumb things I do. And for Twitter, I'll, I'll talk to anyone about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, take, are you still taking tips on where Talking Breakfast is? Ooh. No. Well, you can. T- if you if anyone knows where Talking Breakfast in Japan is, please let me know. I've tried for Every time I go, I try to get it. I can't. This is a weird inside joke that is <laughs> longer relevant but uh do love me some talking breakfast and i would totally also talk about the disney uh tokyo disney theme parks anytime uh because i i try to go there at least once a year and it's um that's you know yeah it's one it's one of the places i i I really want to go oh or uh uh the new uh shanghai disneyland Ooh, yeah a lot they have a lot there's there yeah that 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 pirates i know is insane yeah i know is that where the thing that we watched last night is uh, no, that's uh, Hong Kong. Oh. We watched a video of uh, Mystic Manor. Oh, Mystic Manor's amazing, night. too. I'm real yeah. into that. I'm yeah. real into that little Mystic monkey. Manor's great. That yeah. looks so amazing, yeah. Yeah, it, it, Mystic Manor is the, it's it's the equivalent of Haunted Mansion. Right. And if you, but it's completely different and looks super cool. Yeah, we can't, we can't include links to all these things. But seriously, guys, if you Google almost anything we've talked about today, it may not be the best quality, but there's a video of almost everything we've talked about. Yeah. Or the, or the, the song. Internet. Just the listen to the song too. or listen to an Epcot Center playlist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all delightful, beautiful. Oh, yeah. I'm sure um, we can find one on Spotify that we oh, can link I'm, to. Or we can make one on Spotify we can link yeah. to. Nice. Oh, but. yeah. Like, like for me, after she's in bed and I'm trying to just, like, chill at the end of the night, you'll be very likely to see me just watching, like, roller coaster videos or, like, wow. ride videos. Nice. Um, yeah. it's, it's my ASMR, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so is there... Anything you have coming up or coming out that you want to plug no. other than like talk to me online about? Nah, I All mean, right. I'm just, no, I not just really. always want to offer. It's like, thank Fair you enough. for the offer. Uh, nope. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, I can be found all across the internet at Hell Yes Brandon on all of the various bits and pieces of social media. And I can be found at Girlodactyl just about everywhere. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at, at IntuitPod and you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash IntuitPod. If you want to submit something that you think we'd be into that you want to talk to us about, you can email us at I think you'd be into it at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that would be stellar. Like it sounds silly, but like having those five stars and having some reviews is like super helpful. Um, cool. Um, as always, thank you to Kaylin West and Tiny Stills for the use of our theme song. I uh, starting over is I just said the use of our theme song. I think you'd be into it. Wrong. The, All the, right. Okay. Thank you to Kaylin West for uh, the use of our theme song. Uh, it's a departure. No. From the album, putting the days to bed. No, that is my bim bam. Anyway, sorry. Thank you to Kaylin West and Tiny Stills for the use of our theme song. Uh, starting over is a lot like giving up from the album falling is like flying which you can get on itunes and spotify and stuff and they're awesome do we do we know do, do no, we know we when the know. new record's coming out no i think they're just starting it gotcha but they are having more music later this year and i'm excited about it i need to stop talking about it in every episode <laughs> because they're not they're not they're not done <laughs> but uh this is at podcast is a production of awesome tech industries and um i think that's it i think that's all the things i'm supposed to i should really write them down every week and i never do <laughs> Just remember, the future world is born today. Born today. <laughs> if you can dream it, if you can dream it, yes, we can, yes, we can. I was not singing on any of that, guys. That was just them. Yup. All right, podcast over. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Horizons, exciting new ways. To bring oh, to the promise of brightness of the night, there comes a time to understand, to reach out and touch tomorrow, take the future in our hand. We can see.